0: You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. For more great shows, like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation.
1: Welcome to the exciting world of the movies.
2: Hello and welcome back to the movie graveyard. We got another special episode for you here everybody you know me this is the goat i'm once again joined by the one the only the miraculous zach from mac and zach save the world what's going on zach why up, that, baby that's right we got a dank ass movie tonight huh hell yes pure 1998 vintage you know i gotta say because you know we recorded a couple shows in the last couple months here. You came over here, did Critters. I came over there, did Extra. Anybody hasn't peeped that out yet, go over to the Revival House Network, listen to uh, me, Zach, and Aaron talk about Extra, one of the craziest-ass movies of all time, um, for sure. But, uh, you know, I was like, oh, what are we going to do next, Zach? I got to have you back on. And you're like, oh, here's a list of my favorite movies. And... Like I was like, oh wow, he really likes orgasmo and basketball because so do I, and I was like, I really want to do orgasmo, and technically it even came out first, but I was like, let's do basketball because it's March, we'll have March Madness. Well, hell yeah, <laughs> we're st- ba- apparently basketball is the only sport that hasn't been canceled at this point. Mm-hmm. That's right. So yeah, we're going to be talking about the the cult uh, classic. I actually, I don't even think it's a cult classic. I don't even think people really like it. But
0: Yeah, no one talks about
2: it. uh, No, not at all. But I like it. Zach likes it. So we're going to get it rolling here. I got the Blu-ray pause at the one second mark. It's one of those universal uh, Blu-rays that uh, likes to just start playing out of the blue when when it boots up. So I just got to pause at the one second mark, black screen. Okay. I'm going to say one, two, three, go. And when I say go, everybody hit play on your uh, remote controls your ps3 controllers your uh your mice your keyboards however you watch movies in this day and age of the apocalypse you ready zach Mm-hmm. All all right everybody one two three go
0: hell yes oh we're seeing a round earth they're lying <laughs> yeah
2: i know i thought the earth was flat but this is this is telling us it's round
0: why they gotta lie to us
2: I gotta say, like, right off the bat, like, that initial thing is so burned into my brain, that opening logo, because, um, I don't know why, like, but, like, so many of the early movies I bought on DVD were, uh, Universal ones, so I'm so used to that era of, like, that CGI planet and the sunlight kind of thing. Yeah, it's,
0: isn't it funny when you're a big movie fan, you notice shit like that, you notice yeah. when the Lego changes, the lo- uh, logo changes, I said Lego, that's, that's dog.
2: <laughs> Ninjago, <laughs> when the Ninjago changes. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, Oh yeah, it changes into the basketball.
2: That's right. Well, they Aww. they they really liked it, you know, too, because they just kept the planet up, and then they even the like the basketball like uh, title logo is in the font of the universal, you know, opening logo.
0: Hell yes! Why didn't they ever make basketballs and sell them? They should have.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like it'd be kind of cool to have a basketball that had the pattern like how they have printed on there.
0: I just noticed that I was reading uh, like trivia, and uh, they're sitting next to Matt Stone. He's got like a shaved beard; he, they sh- he shaved his mustache or whatever it is.
2: Really, that's interesting. I think that's. I
0: think I read that.
2: Yeah, because it starts out with the flashback of uh, Trey Parker, and Matt Stone's characters. Uh, if people, if people don't know, because this isn't that well-known of a movie, uh, this is the guys who uh, makes I would say made South Park, but they're actually still making it in season 38. It still
0: exists.
2: <laughs> I don't know how or why, but it that
0: does. That show's going to outlive us. It's going to be around when the roaches are rolling the earth, dude.
2: I agree. So they start out with like little kids, like the World Series, Reggie Jackson hitting the three home runs, and this is the third one. And I thought the kid that they got to play young Matt Stone was dead on, but the one playing Trey Parker, why did they get a, a red haired, freckle faced boy? <laughs> Looks nothing like Trey
0: Parker. <laughs> I don't know. It's Pretty. Maybe bizarre. uh, the, see what if it was one of those cases where they just got the real sons? But I don't think they had kids at this point.
2: Yeah, they're still pretty young. Because what was funny was um. Well, I guess we should talk about this opening crawl. It's like, basically, it starts out in that, you know, that classic, uh, whatever, of their kids in the stands at the World Series game, and, you know, inspires them to love sports. But then, it, like, I think this is actually the the most, like, well thought out and funniest part of the movie is the opening, like, setup, <laughs> the montage, where it talks about, and it puts a blend of, like, fake sports clips and real sports clips, but, like, more or less, it, it just talks about that, like, professional sports became out of control, Like, too much celebrating, too much big contracts, like, teams moving around from here to here. Like, Mm -hmm. it's really silly. And I have to agree that this movie's ahead of its time because I've been a lifelong sports fan, man. Like, just about any sport, and I've been a fan of it. And I'd say three-fourths of the sports I used to watch I really don't watch anymore. And even the ones I do, it's not the same because, yeah, man, because, like, everything is lampooning with, like, the advertising and everything. It it all came true. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like it was kind of true at the time But oh shit it really came true now You know what I mean
0: Oh yeah Yeah like back when this movie came out Let's go back in time To like this movie comes out And I remember it was like yeah Like uh, South Park basically ruled the world at the time Like everybody watched that show And it is funny because now uh, People talk about South Park And like nobody like gets pissed off at South Park anymore Whenever Mm -hmm. they do something and it's just like, oh, it's South Park, of course. But back then, people were really, like, going after the show and, like, trying to get it shut off. And it's it's crazy that it, it lasted this long. I remember when this movie was coming out, it was like, oh, the creators of South Park were in this. And it was like, what do they look like? Because nobody really knew back then. And, and then we see it, and it's like, oh, they're there's some fucking ugly chuds.
2: <laughs> yeah. But it, it works. But for comedy, guys, that's kind of what you want as a lead. Like, you think back. like Exactly. This, yeah this is kind of like the what I love about this movie is it's kind of like the last of uh like a dying breed. Mm-hmm. Like this movie came out in 1998. It was right before like the early 2000s where like everything got bland and stuff. And like it it, kind of harks back to like the early 80s which like makes sense because the Zucker Brothers made it who like made Naked Gun Airplane but if you think back like way back comedies they always had funny looking guys like Rick Moranis you know what I mean like John Mm -hmm. like now it's like oh look at this studly Chris Pratt he's so funny and it's like Mm -hmm. no he's really not like you kind of need a goofy looking fucking guy you know what I mean
0: oh yeah you know what Coop or Rimmer that's a dank name
2: it is and it cuts the modern day and they're all grown up and uh it seems like they're probably in their mid-20s and they're like they're Mm -hmm. still like trying to hang out with the people they knew in high school or trying to get into like the party or whatever but Mm -hmm. i gotta say like uh i never understood what was up trey parker why he wanted to have such hideous ass hair with that bleached ass (laughs) clown looking (laughs) hair (laughs)
0: look like power man 5000 and shit
2: it really does it's i mean matt stone you can excuse it because the guy has naturally curly hair so if he lets it grow it's gonna poof out like that Mm -hmm. like like in this movie especially so he's almost like a sideshow bob look but trey parker (sighs) man he hitties out the shit of his hair
0: hell yeah well uh, see this is where they go back this is their uh high school who was that girl she looked familiar
2: yeah, I, like, there's none of these people in the party. I don't really, like, recognize them at all. But, yeah, they're, like, they they all feel like they're, like, professional extras or something because they're all vaguely familiar, but you can't really spot anybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is where they go back to their 10-year reunion and, like, yeah, they're, they're like, they're losers. And everybody else is, uh, they were excited because they're, like, oh, yeah, all these losers, we're going to see them. And, uh, basically, they're the losers now. And it's, it's uh, did you get invited to your 10-year reunion? I didn't even get invited.
2: You know, I can't remember if it was a five-year or ten-year, but there was, like, only one real half-assed attempt for my school to have a reunion at, like, a VFW or something, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we were I, there really was no, like, real reunions, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even think I really even got... I'm trying to think how I knew about it. I guess I knew about it from the internet, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't, oh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't really know, like... Like like I grew up out kind of in the sticks, so like you really just like your friends were the friends who, who happened to live in your neighborhood, not necessarily everybody from school. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and I and I never had a, my own car in school. So like once I kind of like finished high school, like there was kind of no looking back because I was wasn't really friends with that many people anyway. Like at the school, I was just more friends with the guys that lived in my neighborhood. You know what I
0: mean? I forgot about these gags. This is the funny shit in the... See, this is I was way too young to watch this movie when it came out. I didn't get any of these jokes. I didn't get what that was.
2: Yeah, they think they're in the hot girl's room, and, and Matt Stone especially, he's, like, sucking on the dildo that he thinks he's obviously been <laughs> inside this, this, this girl. That's another thing, too. I miss R-rated comedies. So he, <laughs> he thinks his dildo's bunting all up in there and stuff, and then Trey Parker's sniffing these panties. And then the girl comes in and is like, what are you doing in my mom's room? And they're all grossed out. <laughs> and
0: then the panties unfold, and they're huge, and <laughs> he just drops the dildo's dog. Uh, apparently this game is based on a real game they uh, played did you see that you can see like the crew member coming in to throw the ball back
2: no i I didn't catch that but you know what's funny is um this movie unfortunately was a huge flop so it was kind of in and out of theaters real quick and i had to catch it at a cheap theater and uh i always remember this scene was like like i don't know if you ever recall this zach but like back in the days of like actual film prints you had to actually frame it up the right way Mm -hmm. and um the one i went to they had it like pushed down too low so you could see the top of the frame which you weren't supposed to see and it was this scene in particular yeah the boom mic was in when the scene non-stop so i had to go out and tell the kid like hey could you reframe it and then when they went in and like it it just squiggled for a second and they pushed it up and then yeah it was gone
0: Yeah, I I saw a couple movies like that. I remember uh, when I originally saw The Ring, the uh, the American remake. the 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 beginning of it was like that until somebody went in and fixed it. And like uh, that movie, like like Mike, where uh, little Bow Wow wants to be like Michael. The first Michael Jordan shoes.
2: Uh, Yeah, I always called that like Snake. That that movie came out on video when I was working at a video store, and I had to like you know want to put it back on the shelf or whatever you know. When people returned mm-hmm. it. I always look the picture Little bow on it. He had like those nasty braids. Like his face. He always looked like a snake to me. So I started calling <laughs> the movie Like Snake.
0: <laughs> look like Snake Pluskin?
2: Yeah. No, not Snake Plissken. Just a snake. <laughs> like a oh, okay. slithery ass snake. Like his, <laughs> his, his, his hair was like pulled back. And he just looked like. I don't know. Like, like you know how snakes kind of have that weird diamond shaped head?
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe he's like well, Illuminati. Maybe he's one of the lizard people.
2: <laughs> like W. Bush. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But see, had- this
0: is, apparently this is based on a real game the Zucker Brothers played. Yeah. They made up. And in the got- movie, they just make it up as they're going along here.
2: Yeah, and, and like uh, on the special features, they, like they talked about it for a second, and it even got so big that, yeah, they were like, you'll see it in the, later in the movie too, but they really did get like those like big crowds and the local news came out to cover it and stuff. <laughs> but yeah.
0: The psych-outs.
2: Yeah, every time I watch this movie, I remember that. And I'm like, I can't believe there was a time when they actually made a film print that had like boom mics visible. <laughs> and it was up to the theater to fix it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, me and my friend, like me and, me and my friend Derek, we went and watched like Mike like three times just because it kept happening. Like it, it was, kept. They like, never some, adjusted it. Yeah. Yeah, like for some reason, it's like at the same spot in the movie, the camera would like slip down. I don't know if it was just like the print yeah or like maybe like i don't know like something about it didn't play right but like it seemed like every time right at this certain scene in the movie the camera would kind of like tilt down and then we'd see the the booms for the rest of the movie
2: yeah you know that's kind of weird like a weird thing of filmmaking but uh i don't know if you recall this but like the early dvds they were always trying to like Please the people who didn't want to like look at letterbox bars so sometimes Mm -hmm. they would release on dvd like the open matte version which was just like the square version that hadn't been like matted down exactly yeah yeah, on those open matte versions you could see the boom because it was never really meant to be seen that way you know
0: yeah there's random things that you can see in those versions that you can't see in the widescreen version like uh it showdown down in little tokyo that scene where like uh the guy's in the car and it's it's crushing the car mm-hmm. the machine you could see like a dummy in the in the like square version you can't see it in the widescreen version it made me not like the movie because that's like the the facts like that were hilarious and then i got the blu-ray and it's like i can't see that fuck that <laughs>
2: I kinda know what you mean. There's like a few movies out there like that. And like um or like the worst part is um uh either mirrors or reflections. I've noticed um especially more on Blu-ray, but even on some DVDs, like you can you can a lot of times but especially on Blu ray, you can always see the uh reflection of the camera, like when it goes by a car, like in the car panel, if it's shiny, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You always see the fucking guy sitting there. I just saw that in one of the last movies I watched. Can't remember what it was.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Like I remember, like uh, Mad Max, uh, that scene where uh, she's uh, looking like uh, they the guys as she's driving by they throw the chain and it gets stuck to her car
1: Mm. like
0: whenever she goes she gets home and she goes and looks at the chain and it shows the arm on the end of it Mm. like there's this one shot where uh like uh, she's looking at it in the on certain versions like i think it's on the square version you can see a crew member just holding the chain it's not attached to the car
2: (laughs) that's the worst i can't believe anybody would like allow versions of a movie to go out like at the very least you think you um somebody would sit there and quality control it, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and the classic example was the uh, Pee Wee's big adventure, whenever uh, he's pulling the chain out and you could just see it coming through the bottom of oh, the bike.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the like yeah, that little um holder thing that's on the side.
0: Mm-hmm. They were fuck ups.
2: Here here's Steve a- Perry. Steve Perry. <laughs> Here's the scene where uh, they introduce, uh, I, I think he's the funniest guy in the movie, uh, Dion Bacar playing Squeak Scolari.
0: Yeah, apparently uh, the original script was just them two, and there was no third character. and uh, That was one of the reasons, like, stipulations to do the movie was right in this third character.
2: And, and I think it's a brilliant move because, and then they did a lot of improv and stuff, but uh, for people who don't know, uh, like, these, these three guys have been making stuff for a while because, like... They made Cannibal mm-hmm. the musical in college. Then they made Orgasmo super cheap, which, mm-hmm. which that's why that's why I love the guy. Who, uh, plays Squeak uh, Orgasmo, his, his Chota Boy. He was hilarious, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, see if they ever remade Burial Ground, he could play the kid.
2: Yeah, yeah, that eats the teddy. Yeah.
0: See that in, a, in another dimension where, like, uh, you know, Trey Stone, Matt, all these guys, they become big freaking movie stars and they keep coming back from movies. He could have been the one playing the fucking Leprechaun in the remake. Squeak. He
2: could. He could. And, and, like, the guy, because he gets all these roles because he's a short, kind of, you know, whatever funny guy. Like uh, he 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 has no ego about it, man. Like like there's all the jokes and all Like here, where he comes to be roommates with them, they make him sleep in the dog's bed, which is just like a fucking shitty cardboard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I see this. I forgot. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, there's just joke. constant
2: joke, and like I, like like I mean, I guess I can't say it was a, a genius move because nobody liked this movie or went to see it. But like, I thought like taking. uh the Trey Parker, Matt Stone kind of sense of humor and putting it in with the uh, the type of script that the Zucker brothers always do, where there's like a million jokes a minute. You know what I mean? Like I it's actually a genius it like, idea. Yeah, I thought it like worked really good and gave him ideas. You know, and I like the guy who plays Squeak too because he he does, he actually does. He's funny, but he does a good of like job of like dramatically acting it out when they're pissing him off and shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, you're playing the
0: shithole anyway yeah i
2: know and then the dog jumps and fucking eats him but uh yeah i actually got to meet that guy a couple of times talk to him he's he's actually a really nice guy uh when i used to work at toys r us he would come in and like buy toys and shit i would bring awesome. him up and he, he like he's like the kind of guy who would actually strike up a conversation with you so he's not a hollywood type at all so talk- he
0: was on a couple episodes of south park too yep
2: and like I wanted to tell him so fucking bad that like Orgasm was one of my favorite movies, but I, I was kind of afraid if if I did that then he would like like avoid me next time he came in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would just you know shoot the shit with them, talk to him about stuff.
0: Uh, yeah, I'd be afraid I'd accidentally call him Squeak. Yeah, or chota Boy.
2: <laughs> I, I definitely would have called him Chota Boy an accident. <laughs> but yeah, so Reamer. like baseball like like you as you would think you know the the pounding together the words man i just watched this movie like last night and i or the other night and like i totally didn't even like get the kato Kalen cameo until right now i don't know why
0: who's that
2: the kato Kalen is the one announcer he was oj's roommate when the murder happened he had to testify (laughs) he was like like a former actor limo driver guy or whatever
0: what a weird cameo it
2: was super fucking weird yeah and especially weird, too, when you think the Zucker brothers put uh, O.J. in the Naked Gun. So, like, really, mm-hmm. like, like, what was that connection there? You know what I mean?
0: And Robert Stack shows up in this movie, too. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Here you get the uh, the great uh, Ernest Borndine showing up. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny, too, because, like, the cast is so good. Like, the older people in this movie, like, they get real actors to come in and do the stupidest shit. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: But uh yeah, basically basketball is like it's basically like you take the game of horse but you cross it with, with with the baseball where you
0: No, it's not like
2: horse. Yeah, that's right. That's what that's what they say. But you have to like make the shots like you you were making hits in baseball so you go around the bases and score runs or whatever. Where
0: did the the psyching out come in? Because that's not in uh, basketball or baseball. They just add that.
2: Yeah, I think that was just probably, like, the comedy thing of, like, the Zucker brothers just to fuck with their friends. You know what I mean? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, like, I I bet their psych outs are probably actually, like, more funny and and gross than what you could even do in an R-rated movie.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I have to say though, because like people don't remember Orgasmo came out. I think ninety seven. This came out ninety eight. So like, I kind of got used to seeing these two guys in movies, and I thought they were really good. Because like, I was actually lucky enough to, um, um, I guess be paying attention enough to like like literally like newspaper ads at the time to see Orgasmo actually came out at like a. Like what you call it, like our house theater or whatever.
0: I remember as a kid, I'd be like, "Why is Matt Stone playing one of the guys in that band too?"
2: Yeah, I know. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, so I actually, I actually got to see Orgasm like right when it came out, and it had like no hype on it at all, even though South Park was out or whatever.
0: But... I, I'm a yeah, I was a bit younger than you. To me, this movie was huge.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: When you say it didn't do good, I, I that's the first time I'm hearing about
2: it. Well, I looked at Wikipedia, and it was like budget twenty-three million, worldwide gross seven million.
0: Mm. Little bitch.
2: Little bitch. Yeah, they got the banners with all the guys on the team and their nicknames, and squeak is little bitch.
0: <laughs> I can't believe they didn't make those balls. They should have.
2: I know. Well, the original ball, we should say, he made out of a. His Lazy Boy chair, so it has mm-hmm. Lazy Boy on the side. <laughs> kind of surprised they were able to get that brand name, to be honest.
0: Mm-hmm. What's her name again?
2: Jenny McCarthy.
0: She's in this movie. Yeah, I, I forgot. She like uh, she's a weirdo.
2: Yeah, she is.
0: She's one of those anti-vax people. And I I remember seeing like an interview with her where she was talking about her kid and like uh, bringing up she's anti-vax, and I was like uh i damn like i noticed like her her kid looks sick like perpetually yeah like this isn't good
2: i think she was one of those because her son is autistic i think she's one of those people that says well she believes that the vaccine uh gave him like the autism or whatever yeah i think that's what happened but it's kind of funny though like like when they do all like the fake like games. And I'm so curious where they filmed this, like where they made the basketball arena or whatever. The stadium mm-hmm. cuz like it looks like a legit stadium, but at the same time it's kind of like so small, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it is it is they did fill it up with a lot of extras and shit, so I will give them credit for that. But um Yeah, this is kind of like that weird period like right after the first wave of Jenny McCarthy fame. Where she got like kind of like weird looking. I don't know if you noticed that. It's like this on screen three. Like she looks kind of strange. Like kind of like I don't know. Like mm-hmm. Her face, or was like her, maybe it was just a bad haircut or something. And then it. She,
0: yeah, she was like big for a while. Like she was on that MTV show mm-hmm. with Chris Hardwick.
2: And then which is funny because it's sketch like sketch comedy thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden people were like, "Damn, she's hot though." and then like she started showing up on like magazine covers and it's like oh rolling she's the stone. funny hot chick so she was on the cover of rolling stone sitting on a toilet mm. and it's like that's not hot yeah she,
2: went, she i think what kind of killed her was that that sketch comedy show she had because it was all about her like farting and stuff and she's like that's the kind of girl I because she's like from chicago or something like her cousins <laughs> melissa mccarthy so she thought she was going to take like be like this hot girl in bikinis that took toilet humor to a new level, but like nobody really wanted that. They just wanted her to like look sexy. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, toilet humor is like you're in a toilet humor for a really short time. Like yeah. you know, fourth grade through maybe you know, you know, uh, thirty, and then yeah. and then you're done with.
2: It. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say fourth grade to fifth grade.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for some people it's that short, but for for some reason I still laugh at toilet humor sometimes.
2: It really depends on what it is. Like mm-hmm. the um, again, the big
0: fish, the real big fish. That band yeah. they had that single out. They did the Aha song.
2: Yep, and they even, they even have the music video on the Blu-ray, and I'm guessing the DVD because special mm-hmm. features look like they're ported over right from the DVD. Hell yeah. But, like, it's already setting up. Like, there's, there's, like, a joke of a second in in, the, in this part of the movie. But it also, too, like, um, they, uh, set up, like, the whole thing of, like, you know, Ernest Borgnine was the guy, the rich guy who started the basketball league and all that. And he had all these rules to, to make it to where, like, it's supposed to be, like, the working man sport. Like, none of the guys are rich and none of the guys have big egos and all that. But mm. it, it, Robert Vaughn plays this, like, scummy guy who owns the, uh, the Dallas team, the felons or whatever they are. And he, he like wants to make the league bigger and move all the teams around and do all those same horse shit at all. The other sports are the one. So like, even though there's like a million jokes a minute, you kind of got to pay attention because there's like a real plot being developed that plays out through the rest of the movie.
0: Yeah. The, these movies are relentless with all their jokes. Like it, it kind of becomes overwhelming sometimes.
2: Definitely has a lot more plot to it than something like say Ken Park.
0: Mm hmm. <laughs> what you yeah you were saying you never seen you never seen I never you, the, 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 you never seen freaking eddie spaghetti's penis
2: no but when i to listen you guys do your like review or commentary of it it actually made me really want to see it real bad <laughs>
0: i forget the, all these scenes i forget about them
2: uh, they're hilarious like <clears throat> ernest Borgnine dies by choking on a hot dog and so like
0: it's made a hot dog
2: yeah and he's like like uh trey parker is like pushing his chest and like the the CGI hot dog keeps flying up and and in back into his mouth, and like nobody. If only,
0: like... if only, he would have looked at him, he could have grabbed the hot dog as exactly. he as it came out.
2: That CGI hot dog is like so weird looking too. Like I always remember <laughs> that because it was in the trailers.
0: <laughs> the way he swallowed the hot dog by accident too was yeah. funny.
2: Cause like somebody bumped his elbow and it was like a full, full hot dog. He didn't even take a bite yet. And somehow he squeezed the bun so hard enough that the entire six inch hot dog flew down his throat.
0: (laughs) They must've greased that hot dog in like a freaking vegetable oil or something. (laughs) Baby oil. It was so slippery.
2: And lube. (laughs)
0: Hey, fuck him, he didn't psych me out. I always laugh at that, too. Like, whenever he falls over, he's like, I got you, man, I got you. It's funny how many of these quotes are just, like, we quote these this movie all the time, me and Mac and and friends of ours, and it's like, I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. It's funny to watch it again.
2: And what's funny is they actually got real sports guys like Al Michaels and Costas do the, um, the play-by-play.
0: See, that's why you're here, because I would never notice that. I yeah. never... Never watched a sports ball.
2: Tim Tim McCarver here. He was also a big baseball announcer. He's doing the one that the post game interview. And a, a bit of trivia: Trivia is uh, the UPN mic he has is actually a real logo from uh, the, the local UPN channel at the time.
1: You
0: want to do an interview with me? Uh, no, no.
2: Yeah, squeaky and everything. <laughs> and see, this is what I mean about the joke a minute. Like they just lost the game, the you know the championship game. Everybody's sad. And then for no reason, there's just this weird gag of squeak or mannequin of squeak flying around (laughs) in the whirlpool. (laughs) It's genius. It is. I miss movies like this.
0: Exactly. And uh, the Zucker brothers don't even make movies like this anymore. Now they make. uh, Do they make the disaster movies and all those?
2: No, no, that's not. I don't know what those guys' names are, but that's like a different set of guys that. 'Cause oh, okay. everybody gives those guys shit for not having any talent and I got to kind of agree but 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 they definitely did steal the uh Zuckers.
0: They I think I think the Zuckers did uh like Scary Movie 3.
2: Yeah, they took over Scary Movie. You you're right about that. I do remember that. They took over the Scary Movies when uh, the Wayne Brothers got tired of it.
0: That's probably why I I thought of that cuz like yeah. the Disaster Movie Date Movie came out like the next year after Scary Movie 3. Yeah. Or 4. And then it just seemed like, oh, they're just they're just moving on to a different one, but it was never the same people.
2: it's funny too that there used to be like all these guys, like the Zucker brothers, the Fairley brothers, and like they don't really exist anymore. Like the one Fairley guy is like making serious movies now, like Green Book, but they're not really around doing these wacky comedies anymore.
0: Yeah, like uh, Fairley, but like I remember uh, Dumb and Dumber, it's a classic. Yeah. I like uh, Me Myself and Irene. Yep. And that's those are the only two I I remember.
2: There was like one too, because I think the Fairly Brothers are like Boston guys or something. There was one called like Providence, Rhode Island or something or something like that.
0: Yeah, I think all the movies take place in that area too. Yeah. Oh, and uh, something about Mary. That was a cl- another one. that yeah. was big.
2: I think the Fairly Brothers did that. Remember that weird movie with um matt damon and gray kinnear
0: yes that's the one i remember that like ended it all i remember i saw that in theaters and walked out being like uh that was just i guess that was okay and then like yeah i never heard from him again
2: yeah i think (laughs) i think the the one that really got big i can't remember which came first but i think the one that kind of got big at first was i'm pretty sure the fairly brothers made kingpin as well
0: yeah kingpin i didn't see that i i watched that for the first time just a couple years ago
2: it's actually pretty good for that type of movie Mm -hmm. um but the zucker brothers they're kind of like even before them in like the late 70s doing the airplane movies i loved the airplane movies when i was a kid when i was like literally like five six years old they were always on cable because they were kind of old by that point so they're always playing them
0: Mm -hmm. make a gun too
2: yeah i like this newscaster guy where he talks about um, Denzel is dying, and he says, Fine, time finally ran out for that old cocksucker, just like in the yeah. middle of a news broadcast.
0: <laughs> it, it's funny because you could tell they added that, like, yeah. that wasn't even something the original actors <laughs> And, like, yeah, that's another thing that we say all the time for Mac and Zach. And, like, the his hairpiece was 25 or whatever he said there,
2: yeah, hairpiece was 24
0: see i remember when i saw this movie as a kid i remember thinking like i want to do this i want to like uh make a video to show up my will and do something fucked up at the end of it like this guy to maybe even just uh, you know imitate this scene verbatim yeah and hope that my friends get it like oh yeah we always quoted that movie he's still quoting that movie
2: even in death Hell yeah it's kind of funny too they introduced Yasmin and Bleeth, who was like a baywatch girl but she was always like kind of the more serious actress of the baywatch girls in a way
0: it's funny because i always mix her up with the girl that that was on uh say by the bell They're just the same person to oh me.
2: yeah yeah the uh, tiffany amber thesea
0: yeah yeah like i would like i'd be watching a movie with with her in it and i'd be like oh yeah she was on baseball too and they're like no that's a different person i'm like oh yeah
2: yeah, like her her piece in the plot is that she runs like basically the make the local make a wish kids that always come to the basketball games. Mm-hmm. And then she becomes like the late like, not really, but but they try to like have a love interest between her and Trey Parker, but they never There's really
0: always a love interest in these dead. movies.
2: As there should be.
0: Mm-hmm. There was another one that uh, that girl was in. Uh, you ever see that Scream, if you know what I did last Friday the yeah. 13th or whatever that Tiffany
2: was? Evertheson, yeah. Wasn't like Coolio in that shit too? Or something?
0: Yeah.
2: You know, I that never seen of, that. It was always yeah. on the shelf.
0: It came out around Scream, and it just got overshadowed by Scream. Yeah.
2: Well, it was like the direct-to-video one, right? I don't, dude, I don't think it came out in theaters.
0: Yeah, that, I don't remember it being in theaters either.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> i love hostels. no you don't you like taco bell yeah (laughs) who gets that who gets those confused
2: i always wonder too because you always saw it in the movies you know just the way to make it more visual but you always see the the will reading as like a video where like the dead person is reading the will themselves like exactly i don't think that really happens that much in real life
0: yeah that's what that's what fucked me up the movies always screw you up they always do that too it's like uh you watch a movie and somebody masturbates they always use like uh you know uh fucking lotion or something so that way whenever you're a kid and you masturbate for the first time you always use lotion but how often do you actually use lotion in real life now when you Never. masturbate?
2: You, you do it once when you're a kid to like see what all the hype is about and then you realize <laughs> it's 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 like twice as messy <laughs> yeah.
0: Especially if you start masturbating when you're really young and you don't uh, actually jizz them yet. Because right. uh, that was the only mess whenever yeah. I started doing
2: it. Exactly.
0: That's fun. That's funny, too, cause it's like, to think about. Like, oh, yeah, I was masturbating before I was old enough to do that. Yeah, that's that's just funny. Yeah, that's, that, that's the kind of shit that only happens in real life. They would never put that in a movie.
2: Yeah, that's how you know you're ahead of the curve. I think, I think uh, what's the name, Larry Clark would probably put that in a movie. Hell yes. Kim Part and 2, it, Judgment Day. It'd
0: be really uncomfortable to watch.
2: Yeah. I, I, I Remember
0: that time you got the crabs?
2: Yeah, I like this part where he says, okay, everybody except Coop re- leave the room and nobody does. And Cooper's looking <laughs> around like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he
0: didn't even give him enough time to
2: either. No, no, like two seconds. And, and then Ernest Burdon gives in this weird thing how he has Coop's leftover crab. You know, cubic oh, hair you, crab.
0: He rests on his nipples,
2: and he starts singing, "I'm too sexy for my car." <laughs> Such a '90s <laughs> reference, but it's awesome.
0: You know, in another movie that did the uh, the after death scene like that. See, this is a great gag.
2: Yeah, Virginia remember McCarthy, I was watching, like with uh, Robert Vaughn. Now,
0: I was watching this with my babysitter, and like that scene happened, and she's just like, like it gets up to shut it off real quick, and I was like, "No, I've already seen this. I know how it goes." like you should i've already seen it anyway why would you cut it off even if it was a, yeah because
2: a like robert vaughn in the previous scene says why don't you come over and we'll lay some carpet <laughs> which is like a weird way to put it anyway and then you see <laughs> jenny mccarthy you think she's getting railed from behind then the camera pulls out and she actually literally is laying carpet in like the evening gown.
0: <laughs> but yeah i was gonna say uh and that, right here he goes uh buff some floors or something and then it actually shows her buffing the floors
2: yeah like in the lobby of this giant office. Stupid. Yeah.
0: <laughs> genius. Genius. See, it's stupid. It's a fine line between stupid
2: and genius, really. It really is, especially in comedy.
0: Yeah, but I was going to say, another great after-death scene where they're watching The Will on a TV is in A uh, Man on the Moon. mm mm-hmm. It ends that way, and it's the perfect way to end it because, like, yeah, there's a scene where it shows him—he's uh, laying there dead, and it's showing that on the screen, and it's pulling out, and it, it shows people in the audience looking back and forth, like they don't know if he's trolling or not. Like, is he gonna get up? And that's what you want to <laughs> be. Like, I, I dream of ending, like, leaving life the same way where people don't know if I'm really dead or not.
2: Keep it, always keep them guessing.
0: Exactly. See, fucking, that guy's a genius. What's his name again? Andy Kaufman. Yep. He fucking, he was working as a busboy in like a pizza hut doing dishes for years. And that was comedy to him. That was all building up to his joke. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Ahead of his time.
2: I thought it was weird too, like speaking of that movie, Man on the Moon. I don't know if you remember this, but when it came out, there was like this weird thing. Like you weren't allowed to say like Jim Carrey did a great job playing Andy Kaufman people like people just kept saying over and over he became Andy Co- he is Andy Kaufman now he, yeah. <laughs> there is no Jim Carrey now he's just Andy Kaufman I'm like is he going to start starring in like new movies Andy Kaufman and Dumb and Dumber 2 like I don't think so
0: <laughs> Yeah yeah they finally released that documentary about the making yeah. of it too Like 18
2: years. years after the movie came out they released mm-hmm. a documentary about how he became I think isn't it even called like Becoming Andy Kaufman or some shit Something like that yeah like, I don't know if Jim Carrey, like, directly profited off of that, but I feel like if he did, like, you just got to make all the checks out to Andy Kaufman so he he can't cash them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I kind of like the Miami dealers' uh, uniforms here. They're kind of like with the Miami Vice colors, and they have, like, the guy from Scarface with the chainsaw.
0: Hell yeah. See, I remember, oh, this is not the scene, but I remember that was a big thing of the, uh, whatever the movie came out, too, is he does the carbon voice in the movie.
2: Yeah. It's not in this one, though. It's just like at the end where they're playing yeah, it. It's later on. But yeah, he, here's where he, he drinks uh, Marlon Brando's liposuction ass fat out of a thing. And he's like,
0: oh, it's warm. It's salty. Hell yeah, Marlon Brando. Would you suck his dick?
2: I mean, is there anybody who's c- contributed more to the acting genre than Marlon Brando? You know, probably not. I mean, some people would argue James Dean, but I mean, James Dean has such a small sample size of work. You know what I mean? Marlon Brando had a 40 year career. So obviously mm-hmm. the answer is yes.
0: Oh yeah, I I wish I could just shoot milk out of my titty like that.
2: Yeah, like, and it's like supposed to be a real thing. It's not like it's not like Matt Stone, you know, for his psych out, he squeezes nipple and shoots milk in a guy's face. But it's supposed to be like it's actually really happening.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's not supposed to have like a little thing, palm in his hand to shoot milk out of. He
2: just really genius. Yeah. But how could you have that much milk and like have like a flat chest?
0: Exactly. He's got <laughs> gallons of milk.
2: The rest of the movie, they should have had him wear like a, a triple D breast size. Maybe it's prosthetic. actually coming
0: from maybe it's milk coming from his testicles. Really?
2: <laughs> I don't think that would actually be milk at that point. <laughs> yeah,
0: here's the evil guy that takes yeah. over.
2: Because basically, the thing that was laid down in the will. Was Coop has control of the team for this season, but if they don't win the championship on this season, then the, the will you know, the, the control of the team I guess goes back to his his widow, Jenny McCarthy, who is already pretty much getting nailed by old ass Robert Vaughn.
0: Yeah, which is only a dilemma only in movies. Yeah. Like uh, like Billy Madison. Yeah. What was the, uh, like, uh, yeah, if, uh, yeah, you get the company if you could do that. Like, why not just just give him the fucking company? If yeah. he could go through school again, why would that prove anything? Kind of
2: like, kinda like uh, that movie Brewster's Millions where it's like, I'll leave you my $100 million fortune, but only if you can spend $3 million in 30 days. <laughs> it's like, what?
0: <laughs> That's genius. That'd be the best dilemma to be in. Yeah.
2: Here we have like the one isn't this one guy like a real actor, like the guy who's in all the J. J. Abrams shit? What's his name? Yeah, Great, I remember Great hearing something. That. Yeah. 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 This seems like it was one of his first roles or whatever.
0: J. J. Abrams. I still haven't watched his new movie.
2: Yeah, I would kind of advise not watching it to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, the the one about the Nazi Mm hmm. Is whatever it is. Oh, that aliens one? Or something.
2: Oh, no, no, that that one's okay. I thought you were talking about Star Wars.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've never been a huge Star Wars fan.
2: Well, you really won't be one if you watch the J.J. Abrams trilogy. So
0: Yeah, it seems if you didn't see those movies as a kid, you kind of missed the boat. Yeah. For, a lot of, for some people, anyway. Would that ever psych you out?
2: <sighs> Not really, because I've actually <laughs> done that before out of curiosity. Yeah.
0: I remember watching this movie. I did it because of this movie. Yeah.
2: Now, here's here's the one joke which you wouldn't be allowed to do now is now they're playing the San Francisco Fairies. And it's oh, F-E-R-R-I-E-S. Yeah. It's supposed to be a ferry boat. But, you know, they're, they're, like, they actually have male cheerleaders in their underwear rubbing themselves and acting, you know, homoerotic.
0: You can see their fucking bulges and they're amazing.
2: Yeah. can never get away with that now. Oh, yeah.
0: And it's a shame Yes, there's but, there's nothing malicious about this.
2: Well, not only that, but but you you couldn't have a, like I don't get the thing of like I feel like we're going backwards where they're like they're like you can't have gay people in a in a comedy anymore, so take them out. It's like, well, you just cost all those gay people their job. Oh, yeah! <laughs> How was that helping them?
0: Exactly. But yeah, like this is a, I, I remember too, like back when this movie came out, there was like a. Uh, um one of those uh was it a comedy center? maybe I don't, maybe it was this movie it was a comedy like comedy Central would do these things where they would sneak peek a movie they'd have the actors on yeah. talking about the movie and it built up the hype uh i don't remember if it was this one or not because i remember they did that with a couple movies
2: it probably was this one because they have the the universal on location thing like that and it's just literally like a montage of them at, like, different, like, interviews where they have, like, all the posters and props behind them saying different shit. And I remember they yeah. always did those type of things, like, you know, the the weekend that something came out. This is a good
0: psycho. The, a movie they did do that with was Shallow Howl. Yep. And uh I guess technically that's a Friendly Brothers movie that I liked. Yeah. It's not a great movie, but it, it works.
2: That's when Jack Black was trying to not be such a hideous looking chuck. <laughs> yeah, I always like Jack Black. I do too. I like him a lot. Like even his another like Tenacious early D roles, movie. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. What
2: were you gonna say about Tenacious D?
0: We need another Tenacious D movie.
2: Yeah, why not? Those guys still playing music.
0: Did you ever see the Tenacious D HBO series?
2: Yeah, yeah. I watched it with like uh right when it came on, yeah. Genius. I like how they're always like sitting around in their underwear smoking bongs and shit. hmm. <laughs> yeah, because like I knew Jack Black from like all his like early TV shows and movies. He was in an episode of X Files, and then he had a small role in uh, Cable Guy, mm-hmm. a small role in Mars Attacks. Um I think he had a small role in that Sean Penn Death Row movie with Susan Sarandon yeah, played with the yeah. family. Like I like like he wasn't really a star at the time, but like I just knew him cuz he was in so much shit and he was also on Mr. Show with Bob and David and that kind of I think is what led him into getting the the HBO series, you know, cuz Mr. Show mm-hmm. was on HBO. So to me like and then once everybody was like we love Jack Black, like he, his movies like they, they weren't really that good anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah then he was doing gulliver's travels and yeah. shit like that then all of a sudden he disappeared
2: yep he was also in um one of my favorite all- time movies the rollerblading epic airborne you ever see that <laughs> oh,
0: <yeah. laughs> that's such a, that's such a like goofy movie it's I fun don't. to watch though
2: yeah they they filmed parts of it like uh the high school that my parents went to that like I used to live like right down the street from it.
0: It's like a feature length Mentos commercial. It Every is. haircut in that movie is right out of a Mentos commercial.
2: And I love it because like they filmed it in my hometown, Cincinnati, and like they they're just constantly for no reason v- like visiting all these landmarks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like no joke though, if you actually watch it, you know, especially compared to now where everything's like so fake in movies with green screen and shit. If you actually watch that movie, the end like rollerblading race that they, they go down all the giant Hills in Cincinnati and shit. Like it's, it's actually on a technical and stunt level. It's actually pretty good and exciting.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, what else was a great movie that uh, is like that movie Brink, the Disney channel original movie, which you can watch now.
1: I've on never Disney seen Plus. That. Oh yeah, Disney
0: yeah, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but yeah, for some reason every time I watch Airborne, I think of Brink and I'm like, man, I'd like to watch Brink again. But here we are. I've had Disney Plus. I don't pay for it. My sister has it and mm-hmm. I just use her account and I still haven't watched it.
2: Is it another roller a uh, rollerblade movie? Yeah. <laughs> I think the I think the original one and they just have it had it on the other day on Satellite is like a free whatever free movie of the week, but um I think the original rollerblading movie was Solar Babies. You remember that movie? I don't. <laughs> Solar Babies was like a a post apocalyptic like uh, rollerblade uh, like it was a, some kind of sport they were playing. It's been years since I have seen it. It's probably been twenty eight years since I seen it or some shit. Was it
0: like Babies Day Out? They put a bunch of toddlers in, in skates and no, just filmed them.
2: It had like a bunch of young people in it right before they got big. Like it's pretty much. I think it has like most of the cast of the Lost Boys in it. Either right before it, and it was one of those movies that I'm sure it probably came out in like limited theater somewhere. But it was like one of the first ones that I remember like showing up on cable, and I was like, and they had people I recognized in it, like I want to say like Jason Patrick, Jamie Gertz, Corey Hamer in it. Like it's just weird, like it, like it, it's may, maybe one of the Delawees brothers is in it too. It's just this weird thing. It's like this. You know, like, I don't know, like, society crash movie and like all these gangs are going around on rollerblades. Like, it's, 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 it's meant for kids. It's not like super like grim or dark or anything, but it's just really goofy, weird fucking movie.
0: I thought you were going to say the first rollerblade movie was that one with uh, Linda Blair.
2: Oh, I don't, I don't know that one. What, which one was that?
0: What was that called? Roller Boogie or something?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think that was just more like skates. Like, not yeah, rollerblades. Because I, cause I remember, like, um, <clears throat> when I when I was in, uh, what's it called, elementary school, we would have skate parties, like, on mm-hmm. Friday nights or something a couple times. And, like, you would go there and, like, most of your class would be there and stuff. And, like, I couldn't ever roller skate for shit. I was always holding on to the rail on the side and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, I remember, like, probably by the mid-80s, like, roller skating became really, like, passe. And a lot of the roller rinks closed down by the early 90s but around where i live because there used to be a bunch and um all of a sudden when rollerblades came out whatever they came out 91 92 all of a sudden it was like cool again i'm like it's the exact same shit
0: Mm -hmm. jerry springer the original like crazy people basically youtube has taken up jerry springer now
2: i feel like there's been a lot of movies over the years where where they're just like watching clips of jerry springer on tv and movies
0: it was a huge '90s thing, yeah. Like, uh, remember uh, when uh, that VHS tape "Too Hot for TV" came yeah. out? Some yeah. Jerry Springer uncensored. I remember my parents got that. Like, that was big, and I, I couldn't watch it. What's
2: kind, of, <laughs> what's, what's kind of weird is I kind of I kind of got a front row seat to the whole Jerry Springer evolution. We should we should say they took the Make a Wish kid to a bar to drink, and they're just doing tons of tequila shots and squeak. This is another recurring gag. Squeak uh, spots a hot girl across the way.
0: Yeah, this is the first time I've seen the movie in HD, and I never noticed that it's not an actual woman playing the character.
2: Yeah, because they they keep trying to tell him it's a guy, but it's so so obviously really is a guy, and he refuses to believe it.
0: So I never got that as a kid either.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because it's kind of convincing from a distance, but whenever they do the close-ups, it's like, yeah. And again, what would that be called now? Transphobia?
0: Hell yeah.
2: Yeah, but getting back to Jerry Springer, it was like, I feel like I got a front row seat to it because he was the mayor of Cincinnati like way back in the 70s, and there was a big scandal where he got caught going to a prostitute because he tried to pay her with a check, mm-hmm. and then later he became a newscaster, so I always grew up watching Jerry Springer on the news, and then the channel he did the news for, they gave him like this real lame middle of the day talk show, which is like a legit talk show where at first it was like made in Cincinnati and shit. Yeah, And it was, like, really, really bland, really dry. And then, like, I guess they realized it wasn't doing good. So, like, they started, like, slowly, slowly spicing it up, spicing it up. And it started getting more and more, like, evocative and popular. And uh, then, like, he left, like, whatever it was, that station, you know. Like, I guess some company or some producer was like, if we take this to a really sleazy level. And that's when he moved to Chicago and started doing it, and then did like the version, the national version of Jerry Springer show, and that shit mm-hmm. revolutionized like daytime TV. Like, I mean, as quaint as it seems now, like just seeing all those trashy people beat the shit out of each other, like that was such a big yeah. deal in the '90s. I used to come home from school and watch that shit almost every day.
0: Was uh was uh, what's his name? What's that guy's name? Uh, Howard Stern. Was he a thing before Jerry Springer, or was that around the same time? He
2: he, he was a thing before Jerry Springer but yeah. but but it's one of those things where like Howard Stern was always doing his shit on the radio and it, yeah. like he slowly got like on more and more stations as time went on. So I I think he probably hit his like his national media attention apex during the 90s like Jerry Springer, but it it just the 90s is weird man cuz like it was a time where everybody wanted everything to be trashy. Even wrestling got real trashy.
0: Exactly. Uh, like, what a great time for us to have uh, been kids.
2: I know. And, like, you know, like, like I got to, you know, see all the sleeves of the 80s and 90s pretty much. Uh, and what
0: sucks is, that like, wrestling stopped being like that whenever what's her name started running for, like, government or something. Mm hmm. You know what's funny? If anything, it was funnier when I didn't know that was a guy, and they were calling, they were saying that's a guy.
2: <laughs> I know. It actually would it'd be more mean to the actors who had to play it, but it actually would be funnier if it wasn't.
0: Uh, well, back in the day, that's why they would cast men to play ugly women because they thought yeah. we can't have we can't ask a woman to play an ugly woman. That's mean. So they would just have a guy. Like that's what they did uh, on Home Alone for uh, the ugly girlfriend of Buzz. Is that the character, or was yeah. it? Yeah, something like I that it, it was a boy in a wig and stuff
2: i remember too like there was a lot of like they don't really go that far with it in this movie with the the trans whatever girl but i remember there was always like scenes in comedies it was always the nerdy guy i think bachelor party did it too where like the guy gets all hot for like a uh, obviously a guy in a dress and then reaches up the skirt and then he gets all freaked out <laughs>
0: yeah he's freaked out like that's a bonus, yeah you could grab them titties and have something to suck on yeah while you're grabbing the titties, and you don't have to suck the titties while you're grabbing them like that makes it harder to grab them if you have to suck on them
2: exactly <laughs> so this is a game where they're supposed to like do all these home runs for the the sick and dying kid, but meanwhile, they're so hung over and throwing up from going to the bar <laughs> that they like just totally bomb the whole game.
1: Hmm.
0: This is a scene that, like, I remember every time I'd watch it with somebody, this got the most laughs.
2: Yeah. This scene reminds me a lot of, I don't know why, but I guess there's a similar part, but this scene reminds me a lot of Freddy Got Fingered.
0: <laughs> Where he pulls the freaking baby out and yeah. swings it by its umbilical cord.
2: Because basically they rush to the hospital and they can't find the sick kid. They think he died, but it's just that they moved his room. and Finally, they do find him, and then, like... Uh, trey accidentally like starts leaning on his air thing so he starts like suffocating so like they pretty much like kill this kid by like shocking the (laughs) shit out of him with the paddles i mean but it's such a cartoony movie he obviously doesn't die but
0: yeah they're both movies that have violence to kids any movie with violence to kids is funny because they never do it
2: because it's so unrealistic i mean there's no way these kids could you know go through this shit and not be obliterated
0: like, for no reason, if Freddy Got Fingered, like, yeah. the kid runs outside and, like,
2: smashes into his car.
0: Yeah. And his face is all It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember laughing at that as a kid. And my parents were just like, what the fuck?
2: You know, like, this movie's, like, not as really extreme with it as Freddy Got Fingered. Because, like, the whole point of Freddy Got Fingered was Tom Green was making fun of, like, how trite and, like, goofy, you know, comedy movies are and stuff. But this this movie when I was watching it last night like it, it kind of does remind me of like like almost like a parody that, more than anything you know what I mean
0: Oh, he said, "Where are those little paddles, like George Clooney uses?" That was another funny thing about yeah. South Park, is they would get like those big. They get big names to come and do like, like The Simpsons. They'd always get like, you know, uh, stars would come and and have like a little celebrity voice cameo. But anytime South Park did it, they'd have them do like stupid throwaway characters, like yeah. the dog. So George Clooney played the barking dog, and one of the <laughs>
2: yeah, wasn't he like a gay dog or something? Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: And that was so fun because it was it was total like it was like a fuck you to like hollywood and stuff like that it's like oh yeah we get this actor we just we we use him in this throwaway role genius
2: i have to say unfortunately and it's also just has the more to do at that time i couldn't keep up with tv anyway i was more of a movie person but i kind of like checked out of south park after the first season or so
0: oh you did yeah Yeah. see i stayed on that till uh, because i was so young like any show with cussing kids it's like the novelty of it especially if you're also a kid like i stuck with it till like i don't know uh i remember um there was that season where all of a sudden they were in fourth grade instead of third grade that was probably like season four or five Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then i like kind of stopped watching but i remember like a couple years ago like i read them all on dvd and and caught up with it
2: yeah like i would still catch her from time to time because they always be hanging out with people drinking smoking whatever and somebody would be a south park maniac and have Mm -hmm. to put it on you know or whatever but yeah i just wasn't watching
0: it's crazy how quick they do their episode. Like uh, apparently they do them in a week,
2: like four so, days or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like you'll see things going on in the news, and then you'll see them referenced on South Park, and it's like, how the fuck do they do that? Because like every other show, like you know they film it a year in advance, and then you know pre-production and all that. But that's like one of the only shows where they do stuff like that.
2: Yeah, here's the part where uh, Trey Parker's trying to uh, watch his uh, legendary Reggie Jackson game, and somebody actually taped over it with some roadkill show. Which Don't
0: you hate that? Didn't which, you hate that as a kid?
2: <laughs> which is literally just uh, like a camera on the hood of a car running over raccoons. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and it would never be like completely taped over. It would be like with what happened with him. You'd watch your thing, and you get halfway through it, and it'd be like... <laughs>
0: I remember Mac had a, a, a VHS copy of Three Ninjas, mm. and like one of his parents recorded over it with As the World Turns. No. It was only this it was always a specific spot on the movie, like uh, the scene where the bo- the burglar comes in. And he's like, uh, "Yeah, where's your little brother?" And he goes up here, and then he looks up, and then it would cut to As the World yeah, Turns. The world turns. <laughs> uh, it was burned into my mind. Every time I watch the movie now, I think of that when that scene comes up.
2: When it, uh, um, like when you guys figured out that it had happened or whatever, did you still occasionally go back and watch the part of the movie that was on there? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like every, t- yeah, we every once in a while that, that was the only copy he had. So we, we'd always forget and we'd watch it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I never saw Three Ninjas, but, uh, that's another <laughs> cult one that people still bring up all the time.
0: That's one of those movies that, like, as an adult now, I watch it and it's like I still like the movie, but only up until like the burglars are gone. Those yeah. are the real stars of the movie. Once they're gone, it's like the movie's just it's it's not no like there's nothing to watch anymore.
2: Here's like a real sappy scene with Yazmin Bleeth and Trey Parker, and he's talking about you know because all the pressure is on or whatever of losing the team. Like he gets real sappy about you know why I play and all that. And it's like, this is another scene that reminds me that it's just like a spoof. It's just like completely fake emotion that they don't care about.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's it's genius. Why why didn't she show her boobies in this movie?
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, she was like the serious Baywatch girl. Like, she wanted to be all toned down and be a real actress. I mean, she wasn't bad. She's not bad in this movie. But it, it's, uh-huh. kind, it's kind of weird. It's like, as good looking as she was and everything, like... You compare to girls that are in movies now, like, I don't even think she would be considered, like, hot now, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Like, with the times, like, our standards of beauty changes. Yeah. The, it's like, uh, yeah. It's like that for men in movies, too. It's weird.
2: Yeah. Like, literally, like, that's why they don't... Well, a couple of reasons they don't make comedies anymore. First of all, China doesn't want to watch them. But second of mm-hmm. all, it's like, they can't bear to, like, have an ugly, like, comedy guy in a movie. And not even, like... No, not Trey Parker and Matt Stone are ugly guys, because they're really not. They're just normal-looking people, you know what I
1: mean?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. You know who who actually casts actors based on how attractive he finds them? uh, Who? The the director, Larry Clark.
0: (sighs) (laughs) Is this a pedophilia joke?
2: Yeah, I was going to say, he scours (laughs) the (laughs) the grade school parking lots. (laughs) (laughs) playgrounds (laughs)
0: yeah i don't know i don't know there's some weird shit in his movies
2: yeah see i like like the goofiness of this of how like matt stone and squeak were all dressed up in operating room gear and they run out all with their shit on it's like Mm -hmm. it's just funny these two grown men playing doctor or whatever
0: (laughs) oh yeah See, how did he get that doctor's uniform? Even yeah. maybe he's a doctor in his day job, we just don't know it.
2: And, it, it. and like all the way up till like, yeah, this time up until the late 90s, early 2000s, you always see people in movies with like that 1800s doctor head thing on with the little, little. <laughs> you know, what I'm talking about the little, uh, yeah, silver thing kid, that goes down over your eye. Like, what's the point of that thing?
0: As a kid, I always thought it was a pizza cutter,
2: yeah, that's head. always what it looks like.
0: Why do they have a pizza cutter on their head?
2: I don't know. Even maybe
0: around, that was a maybe that was like with doctors like they didn't have a lot of patients so in the, like in the spare time they would just cut the pizza.
2: They rolled their head across the pizza. And
0: cut yeah, it. and that's why it's on their head so that they can still use their hands to be like sewing somebody up or something. Yeah. You gotta think on your feet, think with your head even.
2: Like I have to admit, when I looked at the Wikipedia and I was like 20, budget twenty three million, I'm like, there's no way this movie cost it. But then when you actually watch it like there's a lot of sets like here at, like at the corporate headquarters of the of the Robert Vaughn and the joke is he has such an extensive uh <laughs> sports memorabilia collection he just has the real Kareem Abdul-Jabbar sitting in a glass case. <laughs> which by the way it's kind of impressive that the for this movie they could get the NBA all-time leading scorer to come in and do a cameo but they couldn't get the real Siegfried and Roy <laughs> There he is again. He just got out. Yeah, he's he's clocking out. And, like, the joke is, like, Matt Stone, he was playing with a baseball bat and actually flung it into the fire and it was a bat signed by Ty Cobb. And later, Jenny McCarthy will find it and say, who's Ty Cobb? It's, like, all burned in half. Oh. Oh. It's, It's kind of funny, though, how, like, the, uh, The rich guy here, he has, like, this sports empire, like, this building that just has, like, random memorabilia in the lobby and shit. And he he just has, like, uh, posters up of random teams, like the Kansas City Chiefs, Jacksonville Jaguar. Are we supposed to believe that this guy owns, like, half the sports teams in America or what?
0: Yeah, he's he's the Illuminati guy. Yeah. Like we were saying earlier.
2: He really is. He's a reptilian. Mm Mm-hmm. I do like this joke, though. Do you think Shaq got rich playing in Orlando? No. He made his horse. And then they start this running joke of, uh, you know, I thought Shaq made all his money in college, which is pretty funny.
0: (laughs) This is one we we, uh, recite, too.
2: Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Oh. I, I like how every time he talks to that guy throughout the movie... Like, his head hurts from how dumb Matt Smith is. <sighs> Which
0: is funny, because, like, uh, every character in this movie is dumb, so it's weird yeah. to, to break the wall and be like, oh, this character's dumb specifically.
2: The Roswell's a- aliens have a sexy alien as part of their uh, dance team. Mm-hmm. I remember, too, like, I also remember later on eBay, like, um, like bootlegs... Sh- Popping up of the jerseys, but I remember you could buy like a T shirt that was like, you know, like a had the beers logo across it, mm-hmm. like uh like Suncoast or wherever they would always have like movie T shirts. Like I never really took it too seriously. I bought a couple shirts there, but it's weird when I think back that like Suncoast movie store would always have these like, you know, movie merchandise T shirts. That you, like I I got a Tales from the Crypt Demonite shirt from there that was just awesome. I had the like a big picture of the demon on the back. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. Like I, I wish I would have had the foresight to like collect some of those shirts because like, there's really no place that sells movie shirts anymore.
0: Hmm. I, I got uh HBO Go or whatever HBO Now recently uh, to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm. and uh, I was thinking like, oh yeah, or, or yeah, I, I'm watching that uh, my Judge show now, uh, Silicon Valley. Oh yeah. I was looking through stuff on there, and I was like, wait, why isn't fucking Tales from the Crypt on here? That yeah. was an HBO show.
2: Yeah, it makes no sense. We had HBO for a couple of years, and I, yeah, I watched the first, I think, maybe three seasons of Silicon Valley. It's actually a good show. Mm-hmm. It kind of becomes unbelievable, more, like, more unbelievable as it goes goes on, because, like... It's like shit always goes good for him, then it goes bad. Then it goes a little <laughs> good, then it goes bad. Like they just keep yeah. going shittier and shittier as the seasons go on.
0: The season I just watched it ended really fucking bad. Yeah. Almost. It kinda saved itself at the end.
2: That show was impressive too, because like one like early on, one of the guys who uh played one of the main characters died of cancer and they totally like just rode around it. Really? Yeah, the original investor guy that they had in like season one.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay i didn't so yeah he was probably just supposed to be in more of it the, yeah, the same thing happened with uh the sopranos i guess
2: oh yeah who was it that died on there like the old his thing?
0: uh his mom, car- mom character, the mom character yeah. she was supposed to have like uh she's supposed to take him to court i guess and stuff like that but she died and they rewrote it
2: yeah i like this this part where squeak uh puts on just an old man mask <sighs> He just stands there. <laughs> he just stands there, and he's like, "Oh!" And like the guy just switches. He's like, "I can't believe."
0: And then they do the Beetlejuice gag.
2: Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I'm more old. I thought that was more the uh, the Twilight Zone gag.
0: Could be, yeah.
2: Yeah. Trey, I remember this part too. Trey Parker's like really creepy in this mime makeup. He's doing a second. <laughs> Like, you really don't see it anymore, but I remember I was a kid growing up in the early 80s. Like, they, I mean, I've never seen a real mime in real life, but in movies, especially movies set in New York for some reason, they would always have mimes on the street, like in the scenes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Squeak with another gruesome uh, rubber mask on.
0: <laughs> They're setting up another joke, yeah.
2: Yeah. I like the montage of M- Matt Stone, goofy faces here.
0: Now, all movies need a montage.
2: They do. And, and like, uh, newer movies don't do it anymore, and that's probably why newer movies suck. Mm-hmm. Speaking of newer movies, um, you know, we try to keep uh things. Oh, yeah, Squeak has a double mask. It doesn't work. He pulls it off. The guy sees Squeak's real face, and then he gets psyched <laughs> out. That was the joke that was leading up.
0: So dumb. <laughs>
2: But isn't it fucked up, Zach, that, like, some movies came out recently and then, like, when everything got shut down because of uh, the health thing? Uh, yeah. Like, some movies played in theaters for, like, three or four days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't that shitty? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, well, you know, theaters will probably open up in, in, like, two months or something. I thought, I thought, like, maybe when they came back just for the first week they would have all the old movies back again. They're like no, Like the studios are like Nope These movies have already been released
0: <laughs> Yeah And you gotta pay 20 bucks To yeah. rent them
2: Yeah Why I don't pay so I, much I don't pay 6 bucks To rent a movie <laughs> Yeah I go old school I still do uh, Netflix Blu-ray Through the mail Hmm. It's like People are like Oh the convenience I'm like It's convenient for me To walk to the To the mailbox And save 5 bucks
0: <laughs> Yeah and it's funny because if they just if they started charging like a quarter to rent a movie, I'd probably go ahead and do it.
2: Yeah, like um I really only rented movies like that when I had like free credits or discounts or something. But mm-hmm. I know on Voodoo sometimes I know you you use voodoo too. Like every now and then they'll ha- they'll have like some halfway decent movies on for like ninety nine cents. Mm-hmm. If everything was like three dollars or under, like, you know, like a you had a range of like a dollar to three dollars, I probably would do it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, to me, it's like I don't want to pay six bucks to watch something once.
0: Mm-hmm. You might as well wait like a month or two when the movie's six months to buy, or six bucks to buy.
2: Exactly. I've done that a few times. Too.
0: They give you no reason to rent them. Nope. They're just encouraging piracy.
2: Pretty much. I mean, pretty much piracy is encouraging piracy at this point because
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's easier and cheaper to steal a movie than it is to uh, either buy or rent it legally.
0: That's why they got to focus on convenience. Like, uh, yeah, if you download a movie, you got to then, like, convert it to, like, you know, like a hard drive and then maybe hook your hard drive up to your TV. If it's just super convenient to give them a quarter or fucking two bucks to rent a movie, people do it.
2: Right. So you just put in your credit card that one time and then just hit whatever. Mm hmm. I'm at the point though. I don't know if you're like this. Zach is uh you know how everybody's like, oh, all the streaming, all the blah 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 blah, all the you know it's so um, you know everything at your fingertips type thing. I feel like there's too much at your fingertips, where it's not a challenge to find a movie anymore. So yeah, like what, what I kind of like to do, it's kind of br- brought the fun in it to it for me. Is um, I still have a satellite TV. Is I like it when like the um either like a movie channel or just like whatever like uh sometimes they have free movies on demand i like it when something just pops up for a month and you gotta Mm -hmm. watch it before it disappears (laughs) yeah i gotta admit i watch a lot of like like oh this movie's from 1982 and it has this person in and i've never heard of it i gotta watch it i do that Mm -hmm. with so many like weird ass movies
0: yeah, like with Netflix, uh, there's so much stuff to watch. I, I hardly yeah. ever watch like a movie I've seen before. Like right. it's been a while since I've been like, oh, I like that movie, let's watch it. Because yeah. now it's like, well, I, I could, I there's stuff I haven't seen I could
2: watch. Yeah. It's weird. there's like, like here's like the gags that they're just throwing squeak around <laughs> in the background. <laughs> It's just totally like a guy on wires, like getting thrown around. It looks ridiculous. It does because nobody floats up in the air like that. Mm-hmm. See, I like that joke too, where Robert Vaughn says, "Oh, I overheard your conversation." He's putting down like this, like satellite thing with earphones.
0: <laughs> That's probably the first time I ever noticed it. Yeah, there's yeah when there when there's a movie where there's a joke every minute or every second, every other second, uh, it's easy to miss some.
2: Yeah, like, with a movie like this, like, I bought the Blu-ray eh, probably, like, a year ago. Because I was just, like, you know, I missed that movie. Like, I hadn't seen it in a while or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was, like, I'll buy it. And I, you know, bought it and watched it pretty quick. And then, you know, now we did this. And I was just, like, you really could watch this, like, once a year and always get something new out of it. You know what I mean? hmm Because it's literally, like, <coughs> <laughs> squeak upside down, getting hit like a punch. <laughs> But it's really like if you just look down for a second to grab your drink or something you're going to miss something.
0: Mm-hmm. You know that that punching his squeaks head, that that looks like how they uh that must be how they achieved the scene from Jacob's ladder where they shake their heads real fast.
2: Yeah, cuz that was before Marilyn Manson invented the uh the shaking head technology that was used in every music video and horror movie since. Mhm. That was the old school way. You had to actually have a real rubber head.
0: Yeah, you just got those uh, green uh, punching uh, boxer gloves. And they just yeah. uh,
2: chroma-keyed them out. Yeah. You always got a headache after shooting, though. Oh yeah, because your your brain isn't meant to be jiggled like that.
0: Dad joke.
2: I never understood why why they uh, they launched the um, <laughs> the beers wear clothing line. Like, other than later, it comes into play because they find out they're making it in sweatshops. There's <laughs> <laughs> more sports guys, uh, Dan Patrick and uh, what's his name? Kenny Main or whatever. Mm-hmm. Super young. Now they're all old grizzled guys. Hell yeah. Happens to the best of us. Doing the radio shit. It's crazy, too, because you, you think, in a way, like 1998 isn't that long ago. Like it's basically a little over 20 years. But like when you look back on it, it's just like you see how much the world has changed in that 22 year period. It's like, fuck. <laughs>
0: yeah it's weird like the first time you think of something that happened in your childhood and think like that wasn't that long ago it was like what 10 years ago and it's like oh no it was like 20 years ago that's like a weird feeling
2: what's weird is like the first half of your life kind of seems like like depending how old you are and it always gets like this the older you get but the first half of your life feels like yeah it was a long time ago but i still remember it in my lifetime so it's not that long ago and then, like, the last 20 years of your life feels like five years or so. Like, you think, yeah, that's kind of old. But, but like, like movies or, or or albums or stuff that you think is, like, oh, that must be 10 years old. You look, and it's, like, no, that's, like, 18 years old now. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: That happened, like, uh, whenever uh, Straight Outta Compton came out. Uh, we Ooh. were talking about it on a show. And, like, we were talking about, like... Uh, yeah, they didn't even talk about, like, some of the feuds that were going on. Like, they kind of made it look like it was all Easy es fault. And, like, yeah, that wasn't long enough. We remember it. It was just, like, what, 10 years ago? And the guys were like, that was, like, 25 years ago. And I was like, oh, shit.
2: Yeah, like, shit that you think is, like, 10, 15 years is creeping up on 30. (laughs) And, you know, like, I mean, obviously I'm sure younger people take it differently because it's, you know, their life is shorter and things seem bigger to them. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, but, like, other than, like, the shit that's going on right now, like, shutting the world down, other than that, I really don't remember anything of, like, the last ten years that feels like it was a really big, important consequence. You know what I
0: mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's it, crazy.
2: It's just, like, even, like, a movie like this. Like, oh, yeah, Baseball, that's a big movie. That's what I, But, like, you think about it, like... There's hardly been any of like this type of comedies made in the last 20 years.
0: Mm-hmm. See, I think uh, they just, you know, they, uh, we we just became uh, too hard to entertain. We, we were too I good.
2: I agree. <laughs> I think, uh, I always love this scene too where Matt Stone's making out the Victoria Silva set. Which, like, young people would never get this. I mean, you really have to be, like, either from that time or aware of that time to know she was, like, Playmate of the Year. She was, like, so... F- like, and I don't get why, because, like, there's always a Playmate of the Year. But every now and then, like, about every ten years or so, there's, like, one that becomes super famous. She was one of them.
1: hmm
0: Oh, yeah, this scene. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> this is embarrassing, but, like, yeah, I don't think I noticed notice the penises in the shots or the fake penises i don't think i've noticed them like until like the third time watching the movie
2: well you know what's so weird is like i like had the opposite reaction like when i saw it on the screen like you know like when i first saw the movie for the first time i thought this movie was like super graphic and like they showed it a lot but then when i rewatched it this time i'm like you barely see them
0: <laughs> <laughs> see i never, yeah. I didn't notice that how did yeah. i not notice that i
2: That's was gonna so say because uh when you guys do Mac and Zach, uh, save the world, you usually spend the whole time wondering if the actors in the movies have got a fat ass dick. But here, you actually know because they show you.
0: It's <laughs> so ridiculous.
2: I know. Just Robert Vaughn stand there. What's funny is after Robert Vaughn leaves, Yasmin Bleeth came in and on the behind the scenes thing, they say like this is the first like day they shot with her that she shot on the movie. They just mm-hmm. sent her in to look at these fuckers naked. <laughs> So, so for people who haven't seen the movie in a long time or maybe never seen it all, it's like they keep doing this shot where they pan down and you don't see like the whole thing. You don't see the tip, but Matt Stone and Trey Parker, like they literally have like 48 inch penises dragging the ground.
0: Yeah, see, I, do-
2: I remember that scene. I noticed yeah. that he swung something at him, but I never knew. Yeah, it's supposed to be his giant penis. <laughs> that's so, f- how does that happen? See, that's how young I was and yeah. innocent. Well, what's funny too is like the whole the whole movie is about them playing a sport where they're wearing like like long basketball shorts, but there's no there's no way (laughs) there's no way they could ever wear shorts if they if they really had that problem (laughs) because their penises go down to like their ankles pretty much. Yeah,
0: see, maybe I was just too smart for the movie as a kid. See, I blame I I blame my I blame the movie for for me not noticing that.
2: You had to get older and dumber. i think i think that because they talk a lot in the behind the scenes thing of like uh how much they improvise and how uh trey parker they don't say that they rewrote the script or anything but they say they came up with a lot of ideas too i like when she slams the papers down and like he reacts like it hit him in the penis but um but yeah i think this is definitely a trey parker matt stone edition
0: yeah, but see, whenever whenever he, he showed their butts there, and he uh, parted his legs, there was no
2: giant wee no. wee there. No, no, just the front yeah. shot.
0: There's no consistency.
2: It's just pretty much shot of the the thighs down to the past the knees. See, that's him. always yeah,
0: that's always a thing in comedies too. Is like there's no consistency, like with jokes like that. Yeah, something would happen, and then the next shot, it would just be. It's like oh, the joke's over. You don't need it there anymore.
2: Yeah. I do think it's kind of funny how Matt Stone is wearing, like, 40 gold chains.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's selling out.
2: And, and and see, here they have this fight. I think it's surely totally been funnier if they, they use their giant dongs to fight each other. <laughs> like, using it like lightsabers.
0: Hit each other with it. Yeah. And then they come, because yeah. it gets out of hand.
2: But you probably have to. See, I love this joke, too, where he pulls out the drawer and Squeak is sleeping in it. (laughs) Like, they literally made a locker with, like, a six-foot-long drawer.
0: Wake up, bitch, you're my new best friend. (laughs) Genius. Oh, and the song that's playing whenever he's... That became a staple in South Park, too. They always make original songs for the show.
2: Kind of goes back to uh, uh, Orgasmo, too. They made a couple good fake songs for that movie, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so the gag here is you know it's after the two friends break up and you know go their separate ways and and that was another thing too is like they just this year I think is the last year for the new we're well not new shit not definitely not new now but the VW Beetle and I was like oh they had the new the quote unquote new VW Beetle back in 1998 I was like I never that's another thing I didn't realize that that style of that car had been around for 20 plus years I was like oh I guess that's why they're retiring it right now. Mm-hmm. but um anyway like yeah he's driving and there's like a and it's, it's totally his voice too singing the song <sighs> on the radio. <laughs> but it's this guy singing this like you know inspirational slow sad song but as he drives along it's it becomes obvious that the guy's just narrating what's happening to him even to the <laughs> point like now there's a big truck coming gonna sideswipe you
0: <laughs> and those warts on your dick are gonna go away
2: genius It's all just part of some rich guy's evil plan.
0: (laughs) Fucking, this movie's ahead of its time.
2: It is. Like, because they made, well, they made Orgasmo. They made this. They made Team America World Police. Like, well, they made the South Park movie as well in there, too, of course. That's all just Mm. part of South Park. But I was just like, especially after, like, I don't know, like, I, shit, like, I really am shocked that they didn't make more movies or keep making them, you know?
0: They're due for a new one. They need to.
2: Cuz after they made Team America, they said they were going to make a Kaiju movie would bring back the big rubber suits and stuff, but it never happened.
0: That would've been amazing. Yeah, woulda.
2: But I guess we should say cuz um they thought um when they did South Park, they thought it was going to get canceled right away cuz apparently they had they had <laughs> done some failed pilots before that never like made it or whatever. So mm-hmm. they agreed to do this movie while they were still making, I think, the first season of South Park, and then obviously mm-hmm. it turned out to be a big hit. Which I think that's pretty amazing that the guys, the Zucker brothers, gave them the part just because they met them and thought they were funny. Like it, it, it really wasn't just because of the South Park success or anything. Mm-hmm. But um, so like it didn't get canceled, so they had to keep making it. So they're saying like it, it almost killed them because they had to shoot this movie all day long. And then they would go work on South Park in the night and barely sleep. I had to get up and do the movie the next day.
0: See, this is one of the greatest scenes, uh, like, any scene in a movie, really. Because, like, yeah, like, growing up in the 90s, like, I I loved this show. This show scared the shit out of me.
2: Yeah, dude, that that music was so spooky, wasn't it?
0: Mm -hmm. And his voice. Yeah. And uh, at one point, like, they they tried to bring back Unsolved Mysteries in, like, the early 2000s. It wasn't the same, though. And they had, yeah, they had a different guy. They did, like, I don't even think they reshot the reenactments. Like, it was yeah. the same old reenactments, but they had him re-narrate it.
2: Yeah, Robert Stack was great. He's great in this. Like all the all the insane shit they have him say, because they're talking about the dip- disappearance of uh, of uh, Joe Cooper Coop. Trey Parker. Yeah. Yeah. But he really went overseas to investigate the sweatshop that was making all their clothes. It's just <laughs> funny the, the crazy shit they have Robert Stack saying, where he talks about. He disappeared without a trace. Some nosy bitch up the street saw <laughs> him This is funny, too. Yeah.
0: Our team is decided. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They've done a computer enhancement of what he might look
1: like today.
2: <laughs> Even though he's only been gone like a week. And he goes from being Trey Parker to a 1982 picture of fucking Mr. T.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. I forget about these, these jokes. I know. I wanted to watch this and freshen up on it, but I didn't get a chance to.
2: Yeah, I kept putting it off and I watched like half of it like last week and then I finished the rest of it last night. But it's, I don't know, dude. It's like, it's one of those movies you almost wish they had uh, made a sequel to.
0: Yeah. They probably would have if it would have made money.
2: Yeah,
1: well,
0: it's weird because like yeah, they had to have made because uh, movies are shot roughly like a year before they come out because yeah. like the post production stuff and everything. So yeah, before uh, you know, South Park was big. So yeah, it would have been around the first season. So this probably would have been coming out. It, like the show was big when the movie came out. So yeah, I wonder why no one watched it. Maybe it just the the month it came out or
1: something.
2: Yeah, it had like a real. I, it's burned in my brain from the posters. it had like a real, like um, it was like July 28th or July 31st, something like that. It was mm-hmm. like really, like, like it was summer movie season, but it's at that period of time where things start to die out a little bit. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I think it was just, and I mean, in honesty, I was gonna say the trailer too because I watched the trailer after I watched the movie last night, and then I watched what little bit of special features they had on the disc. But the trailer gives everything away, dude. Like, not only just the jokes, but, like, you know how they set out pretty early on that they have to win the Dinslow Cup? Like, mm-hmm. the trailer throws in the joke of them carrying the Dinslow Cup <laughs> around with Squeak on top and then him falling off. I'm just like, how could you do that?
1: <laughs>
0: he gave away that they, they accomplished what they set out to Yeah. Do.
2: <laughs> like... It like it would be different if like they had won it before, so then you could be like, oh, maybe that was. But like, yeah, when you're like, the whole point is like you have to win the championship, whatever.
0: <laughs> That's always bad too. Whenever they give everything away in the trailer.
2: Yeah, Robert. They they come back to the joke. Robert Stack on Unsolved Mysteries giving up a update that uh, Joe Cooper's really a great guy. Like he just starts gushing about how great he is because you know he fixed the sweatshop. He got. You know, adult employees and paid them well. Now, Yasmin, <laughs> see, there's another scene that I feel like is a a, a parody. Of, you know, of, of bad comedies where she's <laughs> watching the news report or not news report but Unsolved Mysteries, and she she starts like liking him again and, and like almost getting like horny watching it.
0: And they throw water in Stack's face.
2: I, mean, I get. I mean, they must have known Robert Stack or something the Zucker brothers to get away with doing this shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Was the was uh, Unsolved Mysteries still on at the time? you know he looks i don't remember him ever looking that old in the show cause probably,
2: they, probably not because this was pretty late 98. so i wonder
0: i wonder if they had to pay a lot for that they use the music and everything probably the logo.
2: yeah i would say so
0: they recently put those uh, like for for a long time you couldn't get them like the only way you could see those is uh, they put out like DVD box sets but they they didn't put them out in episodes right. it was basically like collections like oh yeah. the ghost stories and I actually prefer prefer watching just ghost stories actually yeah I, I still have that box set of the ghost stories I didn't get I wish I could have got the other ones like the bizarre murders and stuff
2: I remember, yeah, I remember the Unsolved Mysteries. There was one that freaked me out as a kid. It was actually, they claimed that there was a, um, a um, what do you call it? A, a ghost and a Toys R Us. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I remember that.
0: Oh, yeah, I always remember this scene.
2: This scene's really funny, because it's like the halftime of the Dinslow Cup game, and they have this big tribute to, like, what is it, Hawaiian, Polynesian... It's like some mm. obscure like group.
0: Yeah, but this is <laughs> this is a scene where the the two protagonists that are fighting get like they come together again, and so they like they lampoon the whole uh you know kiss whenever like, the love interests do it. Yeah. But now it's the two guy friends, and they they weren't like they weren't lovers or anything through the whole movie, but for no reason they just kiss.
2: It looks like Robert Stack did unsolved mysteries. Before between 1987 and 2002 oh okay sorry that's i guess yeah, it was still going on at the time
0: that's crazy i don't remember him uh looking that old in the, the show
2: i don't either i also remember like after a while they had like the syndicated reruns of it too so maybe we were just always watching the old like mm-hmm. episodes i like this scene too because it's it's basically you know they ruined the halftime show uh Mm -hmm. trey parker matt stoner dressed like like these uh i don't know what you call them like yeah these fluffy ass shirts and so they start fighting and then squeak is in a giant pineapple costume giving this big inspirational speech this is like another great scene that's like a good parody of like you know sappy comedy movies Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and like the whole time they're on like this bridge which is basically just like the whole thing is like a catapult waiting to be set off and they, they have these guys holding the thing, but because they fucked up the balance of who was standing where on it, like they're having trouble holding it down. And of course, you know, here in a here in a minute or so, they're going to let the squeak side glow, so he's going to go flying across the arena up in the air.
0: Yeah, I wonder, like, if you were a little person, and like you're in all these movies where the joke is that like you're just <laughs> you're getting thrown around because you're, you're a little. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be yeah. He's got he he's got to be a uh, pretty, uh you know, understanding of that. There he goes. Because he, he goes with it.
2: He, t- he kind of turns into like a claymation CGI puppet after a while. <laughs> then he lands into the uh, firework pit where they're going to do a firework show and all the fireworks go off. Which, I don't know how you have a bunch of fireworks like that in a closed dome arena.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Another thing. Uh, all the people in this movie are stupid.
2: It's funny too. That would too.
0: that would be hitting them and
2: burning them. Oh yeah, the place would be burned up pretty good. I think you, I think we missed it, but the part where Jenny McCarthy comes in with the chrome and she the the trailer hitch that she sucked the chrome off of.
0: Oh yeah.
2: I always like that scene.
0: <laughs> you see, imagine having to shoot this scene, like yeah. this is you you work with this. Like they have to kiss like this. What do you say after that? Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd do it if, like, I was getting paid a bunch of money, because uh, yeah, they're getting paid to do a movie, but like, yeah, it'd, it'd be awkward afterwards.
2: You know what's funny though is like, yeah, because like they literally kiss and make up and like they make out and tongue each other. I never <laughs> thought about this till to this day, Zach. But you know what movie ripped this one off hardcore? Is what? dude, dudes, where, where's my car? Because, like, this, it's even in the trailer for this movie, the scene where they, they have a whole conversation by just looking at each other going, dude,
1: dude. Oh, yeah, dude. yeah.
2: <laughs> and then they make out in this movie, and then they do the exact same shit, and dude, where, where's my car?
0: It, yeah, that's the the
2: tattoo. Yeah, which, which came so, out, like, maybe, what, two or three years after this?
0: Maybe, yeah. yeah. Which is weird, because uh, I was thinking, like, oh, this had to have been way before that. But, yeah, it, was, it goes back to what we were saying before.
2: Yeah. I like this montage, too, where all of a sudden they're all good at basketball because they're all friends again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's another, like, look at these midgets spinning plates, and the guy's like, oh, God. I remember there was, like, a real, like, unfunny thing in comedy in general back then, in late 90s, early 2000s, that midgets were so disturbing. I'm like, yeah, like why? They're just little people. This is funny. <laughs> yeah, the psych out where he opens up his, sh- his shirt and he's got a t-shirt underneath that has the guy's wife bending over and, and he's like the, that's the, my
1: wife
2: the, Yeah the other side is Matt Stone And this is me I like this part too where they just speed up the game And everybody just running around the, the bases all in fast motion Mm-hmm. Again it's like a parody Cause like the scoreboard's smoking Cause they're adding the score so big <laughs> yeah. They're running it Running it in the ground Even Squeak is scoring tons of runs. So much he gets excited.
1: Oh yeah!
2: They had Al Michaels do like a bunch of almost like pedophilia jokes too, as the announcer in this too. Like I I like the one, and they use it in all the trailers too. But I like the one early on where they show like the super like naked cheerleaders, and they're like, "Oh, and just to think, these girls a few years ago were just in elementary school."
0: You see, I don't think I ever saw the uh, the trailer for this.
2: Yeah, it gives way too much away. I mean, it's it's comical how much it gives away.
0: I, I don't see how I couldn't have seen it though. Yeah, I remember. I remember this movie never came to my theater. Really? Which, uh, like, uh, I remember uh, sometimes they had. Here's the Cartman voice.
2: Yeah, this is where he does. Kind of, hey, we're big ass. Fat. We pretty much, he just calls the guy fat in the Cartman voice,
0: and then that makes him fuck up. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's movie logic. That would never make anybody fuck up. No. He was awed by the voice. Oh, I was going to mention uh, that the midget that was spinning the plate, one of yeah. them. I recognized him as being one of the midgets from a Blink 182
2: video. Really?
0: <laughs> like, how fucking obscure is that? That uh, I'd I recognize someone from that. Like, that was something uh, big in, in Blink 182 videos uh, in the 90s was like, oh, midgets, they're funny. Just uh, dress midgets up as the band members, and they'll be playing the instruments. It'll be funny.
2: I remember that in a couple of videos, yeah, <laughs> isn't it weird too when you see somebody who's like not famous at all and like you know them from like one or two things and you think they've had a bigger career, but it turns out there's just really nobody mm-hmm. they They've literally only done like two things, and you just happen to see both those things that they did,
0: yeah, uh. You want to know a movie I love that nobody remembers or talks about from the 90s? Is this movie called Angus? You ever watched that? Oh, yeah.
2: I know that movie.
0: Yeah. That guy, the guy who played Angus, recently was in an episode, I guess, of the Watchmen TV series. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I remember, like, uh, seeing, like, I saw, like, a, a thing, like, I haven't seen the show, but, like, I saw a, a picture, and I was like, that guy looks familiar. That's And then, yeah. Look. I found that out, and I was like, how has it, like, yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. And he only did that one movie. I, I think I think he did one other movie.
2: Like, all, like, 90s youth-centered movies, too. I remember Angus was always advertising its soundtrack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember, like, the end of trailers would always be, like, featuring music by, it would yeah. be, like, Green Day, Blink-182, whatever the popular bands were at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. And Green Day had, like, uh, they were actually mentioned by name in the movie, too, because I, I guess their manager was a producer of the movie.
2: Yeah, I figured it had, there had to be some tie because they were tied in the movie. And now, because Lazy Boy, the original basketball popped, the Make-A-Wish kid brings uh, Trey Parker one to finish that he made out of a chair, too, and it says bark lounger on the side of it. <laughs> it's funny how everybody can only make balls out of the leather from <laughs> chairs.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Every time I glance over my computer I just see that uh Ken Park picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I sent it I sent it to that for one episode of the podcast and then I forgot to change it. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just change my display pic just to fuck with the person I'm doing a podcast with. See if they mention it on the show.
2: Oh yeah. I've been just because of that picture. I've been talking about Kim Park all night.
0: <laughs> hey, Coop. See, look, his like that. psych guy was terrible. He's already stopped, and he hasn't even shot yet. I know. He's not even trying. He must have read the script and realizes like he has to win to to save you know yeah. the day. So he's going easy on him. I wish I would have got to watch this before. I feel like uh, I've squandered my my uh, my commentary appearance.
2: Well, no, I mean it's hard to say because it's like I thought. I thought we were going to run out of things to talk about, but but now I feel like we didn't like hardly talk about anything.
0: <laughs> uh, show about nothing.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Which, to be fair, it's a movie about that. I mean, we could have broke it down more, but it's. It's I like doing episodes that talk about comedies because it, it gives us a reason to revisit these fun movies, but it's also hard like talk about it. I mean, we did talk about some of the jokes, but you just don't want to be like, oh, here's a funny joke, because then people would be like, well, i just go fucking watch this thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, me and Mac did like uh, Friday After Next one time, and that's all it was, yeah. and so we, we abandoned it while it was going. Yeah.
2: I the I love the shots though when they make the 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 game winning shot like the old man and shit like all the slow motion like it's it's good like the cliche of the sports movie with the slow motion ending works.
1: Mm-hmm. It
2: brings out the drama. I'll tell you one thing. Oh, the scoreboard's blown up for no reason <laughs> just because they won the championship. <laughs> <laughs> I think the funniest thing I heard late lately was I was listening to the. Um, the newest episode of Mac and Zack Save the World, and uh, why <laughs> uh, the Friday the Thirteenth episode? <laughs> Finding out about uh, it was very exciting. Your co-star, uh, co-host uh, Mac, uh, you know, making his uh, his entrance into the world of uh, erotic films.
0: <laughs> yeah, like this. It sounds like it's made up. It sounds like a freaking movie, but he really did. Like he, oh, yeah. he he's in one.
2: He's in one. And best of all, not only is he in in a in a pornographic film, but uh, he's starring in it as a uh, sexy Michael Myers.
0: <laughs> exactly, and I, we were talking about his follow up. Like he's got to be uh, yeah. Jason. It's got to yeah. be one of those mommy son porns. And she's yeah. she's got to be like, oh Jason, oh she's got to be wearing the sweater and shit.
2: Because pretty much all the sites now, when you go, it's all stepmom this, mom this. So I mean, he he would yeah. definitely make a killing if he did that. That became
0: huge, like, just out of nowhere.
2: I have no idea where the fuck that came from at all.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, just like everybody, you see it once and you're like, that's fucked up. And you click on it, yeah. you laugh at it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the, the website's uh, recommending you watch more of it. Because it's that, like, oh, you like yeah. that.
2: And then that's <laughs> all you watch. Now that they won the big game, everybody has a happy ending. Trey Parker got Yasmin Bleeth, Squeak got his uh, man in a dress who's bouncing him up like a little kid. Matt Stone settled on Jimmy McCarthy. I thought this was good, though, when Reggie Jackson comes up. Like, Reggie Jackson's such a mark that he's wearing all this Yankees gear from, like, mm-hmm. 40 years ago.
0: And yeah, this was a, like he caught the, the, the Reggie Jackson's ball at the beginning of the movie, so yeah. this is tying that up.
2: Yeah, so Reggie gives him some words of wisdom, and he talks about the game, and he says, you know, some shit got my third home run. And then he gets all freaked out because he realizes he's talking about him. And then he freaks out and screams at him, I don't have your ball.
0: <laughs> yeah, see that that's funny because it's like imagine that happening in real life. Like it, if you watch it in the context of the movie, it's like, oh yeah, that's a it's a silly joke. It's it's easy. But then you think about you know that happening in real life. You just you, you, you holler someone's name and they freak out like that. It's kind of, it's funny again. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck next year. Oh, thanks.
2: Dog. Yeah, here's the the great repeat joke. Matt Stone shoots his breast milk again all over the bad guy, Robert Vaughn. Robert mm-hmm. Vaughn, you know, distinguished another sports announcer guy, Pat O'Brien, doing the post game interview. But Robert Vaughn, uh, he's such a distinguished actor. This was actually, uh, and there's like footage of them like giving him a cake and stuff on the set. But this was actually his 100th film. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. He gets he gets titty milk sprayed in his face.
0: I thought I said it was Robert Stack's 100th film, or is it both of
2: them? Uh, uh, it's Rob, no, it's Robert Vaughn's. oh, okay, because uh, it's uh, it's actually like one of these stadium scenes where they give him the cake. If you watch the behind the scenes,
0: I must have put Stack there in its place. I think you did. I must. I got Stack on the brain. You do. I'm A Stackhead.
2: Yeah, they totally took that joke right there when they knocked Squeak off and put it in the trailer.
0: Fucking amateurs.
2: Yep. Yeah. It didn't work, though, because nobody wanted to see the
0: movie. They <laughs> figured, like, i already seen it.
2: I like, too, how, like, the, the movie ends on a fade-out of the American flag for no reason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All the, like, sports movies, they do that sometimes.
2: Yeah. I forgot to mention the Dale Earnhardt cameo as the cab driver who drives super fast. Which is very weird, because he died pretty soon after this, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. He died in a race. You
0: know what I just thought of too is like uh, this movie <laughs> reminds me of the chef the Chef uh soundtrack that South Park album. You ever hear that? No, they came out around the same time. Well, I mean, they, uh, uh, the way I remember it, they did, but yeah, probably did probably like three years later. Yeah,
2: was that the one where like they had the the primus South Park theme and then the rest was just yeah. all these random songs?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I remember it coming out, but I never heard it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Everything had a soundtrack. Even this movie had a soundtrack CD release. I remember... There
0: was some Butthead had one.
2: Yeah, that one was like a big one from what I remember. Um mm-hmm. I remember it was real weird. Late 90s was like soundtracks were really some of the best-selling albums because they would just get like a ton of big-name bands to do one song, and most of the time they would do like a cover or something. Uh,
0: yeah it was before like just this generation where you could just download a single yeah. you know single so back then people were like oh yeah i need compilations of all these singles i hear yeah like the the now that's what i call music series <laughs>
2: Pretty much what they were I that's, a bunch that's still, of them, though.
0: yeah that's still happening by the way i was at the store the other day and saw now that's what i call music volume like whatever it is yeah.
1: 68
2: how do they keep that going? I guess that's for people who still are just rocking CD players um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: in their cars and shit. Yeah, I used to buy a lot of soundtracks, though. Like, I probably have, like, 100 soundtracks. You know, all these fakie soundtracks where they throw all these songs in there that has nothing. The The worst was, 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 like, when you bought a soundtrack and, like, two of the songs were in the movie, like, in the background. And the rest was music inspired from. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: There's some. I think my favorite ones were probably the ones where they got bands to do collaborations. Like Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever heard it, but there's like the Judgment Night soundtrack where they mixed together like rock bands with rappers, and then Mm -hmm. the Spawn soundtrack they kind of mixed like rock guys with like electronic guys. Kind of came out with Mm -hmm. some interesting songs.
0: Spawn. That's a movie no one talks about.
2: Yeah, I've been. I bought the Blu-ray a while ago and I flipped through it, but I haven't rewatched the whole thing. That's that's a movie I definitely would like to uh, do an episode on one time because it's so weird. Like, there's some parts of it that are actually really cool, and then mm-hmm. there's some parts of it that are just like embarrassingly bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, some of the worst early '90s CG.
2: And I heard the CG was because because there's actually some good CG in it too, but I heard some of the CG like the demon guy that they keep showing in hell. It's Mm -hmm. because, like, they, like, made changes at, like, the last second and, like, they gave the, 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 like, the, like, they had, like, a week to, like, make that shit. And I'm just like, how do you do that to a movie? You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because I I remember
0: even as a kid being like, that looks bad. Mm -hmm. I think it was supposed to be, like, the devil or something. Yeah,
2: Malboja. Yeah.
0: He looked like a fucking. uh, He looked like the fucking Taco Bell dog. Like, with some shit, shitty CGI on him.
2: Like, it was so bad, and it was like (laughs) his mouth wouldn't even move and shit.
0: Hell yeah. See, imagine if they remade Beverly Hills Chihuahua with that (laughs) CGI. (laughs) That'd be amazing.
2: It would be amazing. We probably would have already covered that film if they would have made that. Hell yeah. I gotta say, man, just even looking at the cover of this movie, the poster, whatever, like, this movie, like, and it's not even, like, a movie I'm so, like, was a big part of my life or anything. Like, I literally saw it once when it came out, and then I saw it a few years ago somewhere. I Either I rented it or something, and then, you know, I bought this Blu-ray. So I've probably only seen this movie probably only four times in my life. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. the time period, or just because I remember it so well. But, like, I, yeah, this is, like, a big nostalgia movie for me
0: me too yeah like you said the poster i remember like yeah my uh my theater didn't get this and i remember going to the theater and they had like a coming soon thing and they did have it like saying it was coming soon and it was like yeah, the original poster like for some reason whenever they put it out on dvd and blu-ray yeah. they put jenny mccarthy in between them yeah
2: i was gonna say because she's barely in the fucking movie it's like yeah they yeah, were yeah.
0: originally. It was just them two on the cover. Didn't even have
2: Squeak. No, nope. they, they weren't. I'd rather have Squeak, Squeak on the cover.
0: Yeah. yeah, maybe he is on the cover. But the joke is, he's you know he's too short he's and he doesn't show short.
2: up. Yeah, that could be. And then, then the credits end with Costas and uh Michaels ready to make out. <laughs> so much gay humor in this. Hell yes. By the way, I was searching for factoids. And uh, so about this movie and something that came out was a picture of a, somebody had a VHS copy signed from Bob Costas, oh, and, yeah. it, and it said like Two Scott or whatever the guy's name. It says Two Scott, this movie sucks, Bob Costas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't, Bob.
2: Oh, no, Bob, fuck you. I never liked Bob Costas anyway, though. He's a little weasel.
0: Fucking weasel.
2: Yes, but yeah, I really like this movie
0: mm mm-hmm. fun. it's fun.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong, because I was a fan of the guys. I enjoyed it when it came out, but it wasn't like, oh, it's so amazing. Looking back on it, like, to me, it kind of is a classic of the time. Mm-hmm. And it makes me really nostalgic, too, for the time. And Universal did a lot of them, but I just love the comedies of that time. Like, you know, that, like, f- shit, really? Uh, only a three- or four-year time span when, like, Universal made, like, Billy Madison and this mm. and half baked all this type. like they're good at making like the the low budget like well, i guess maybe this one actually wasn't really low budget but in general most of them were kind of low budget you know i don't i maybe. don't know how to classify even the humor i like, guess just dumb guy humor you know
0: yeah like kind of just throwaway movies yeah. like kinda, like i yeah i have a soft spot for those like uh you ever see that one uh screwed i think universal did
2: yeah, yeah, I, I I know the movie like real well. I've seen parts of it cable, but I don't think I've seen it all the way through.
0: Yeah, it had Norm Macdonald and like Dave Chappelle yep. and uh, Danny DeVito in it. That's a that's a fucking throwaway movie, but for some reason, when it's on, I watch it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's the nostalgia of shit coming out when we were young, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, like I I I miss the days because now everything is either like a, a streaming movie that nobody's heard of. Or it's, like, the big, like, comic book movie, which everybody went to see five times. There's, like, it seems like there's no, like, middle road for, like, cheap, just, like, movies. Like, I just like the movies that, like, it's not really a big deal, but it's just, like, you just watch it and, like, are entertained by it, basically.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly.
2: And this is, like, a weird Blu-ray. Because this is even, like, a Blu-ray that came out in the very beginning. This this came out on Blu-ray, I think, maybe just four years ago or something like that. But it's one of those weird ones where they don't want to put a menu so like the movie just finished for me and then it just restarted.
0: <laughs> yeah, like you can't even put a menu?
2: Yeah, it's and and like there's like when it restarts the second time like the menu pops up if you want to go the bonus features or something, but the but the movie's actually just playing behind the 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 little fake side pop-up menu. It's weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, you ever see the movie uh Freaked Alex Winter made it?
2: a long 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 time ago cuz that was another one that i don't remember it in the theaters and i think i saw it either on tape or on cable like a long time ago
0: that's a lot like a Zuckerberg movie the joke a second like
2: mm-hmm.
0: like just relentless with all of the jokes in there but yeah like uh, that was one they put out on blu-ray and there's no like i remember uh, for a while the dvd was out of print Mm-hmm. And it was going for a lot of money. It has a lot of special features. So whenever they're like, out of nowhere, it's like, oh, yeah, Anchor Bay, they're putting out the Blu-ray. Anchor Bay put out the DVD. So it's like, oh, they're just going to port all the DVD shit on there. Right. So So, like, I bought it. I get it. There's no menu, and there's no special features. That's but... Weird. Yeah, because everybody just assumed it was going to have all that stuff, all of a sudden the DVDs, like people who were selling them, were selling them for like 10 bucks now. So yeah. I, I hurried up and got one. Yeah,
2: that's what you got to do. Like, I have a couple and I haven't done it yet, but like I have some, like early DVD or Blu rays where like they brought it out, but like it had nothing for the, from the DVD. So, like, you got to keep both if you want to have the bonus features. Mm hmm. And I always, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to get like buy some double cases, you know, the ones that have the two slots and just put the DVD in the Blu-ray case, but I never do yeah. it. I, I wonder DVD
0: if seat. they only put them out on Blu-ray because like, it's one of those uh, Hellraiser things where it's like, oh, we got to do something with this title or we're going to lose the rights to it. So they just put out a <laughs> shitty...
2: <laughs> I don't know, because cause yeah, it's like, I don't I don't know if they thought they were going to double dip and do a special edition Blu-ray later or what they thought they were going to do. I think some of it, too, was they wanted to, like, leave as much off as possible so they could f- save money and fit some of those, uh, like, on, like, a... Because, a tr- like, Blu-rays, you can either do, like, a 25 or, like, a 50-something gig one. So, like, mm-hmm. maybe they're, like, we'll just leave off the bonus feature so we can just fit it on a 25 gig and... <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck. Because there's, like, a few, like... Um, I know, like, uh, Anchor Bay did that with... Um, what's that movie? The Behind the Mask... Like like mm-hmm. I was like oh cool it came out on Blu-ray too and like because I had rented it on DVD and watched all the stuff and then I bought the Blu-ray and it's like just the movie, not cool, not cool at all. And then like the Adam Green movie Spiral, I was like I was like it was the same thing like they did the special edition DVD and then they did nothing on the Blu-ray so I was like I actually imported like the German version of that, mm-hmm. which it, I don't even know why it's not even like that great of a movie but I was like. It was like twelve bucks. I was like, whatever. I'll just I'll get the special edition just to get it. hmm But that's it for Basketball. I had a good time. Thank you for Fun joining movie. me, Zach. Hell yes. Why don't you give your plugs out real quick?
0: Oh hell yeah! You could uh, revival house network baby. Go. You know, we're on YouTube and uh, that has all of our stuff. Uh, Macazax on there. BTM podcast. All that
2: spit. But you you can find Revival House anywhere when like when I search for you guys, you guys out of all the podcasts I listen to, you guys are on every platform out there, like every podcast platform, YouTube, just everything.
0: We tried to make sure we were. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And um yeah, and I enjoy listening to the the reruns of Exploited Cinema on the Revival House network, too. Mhm. It's fun. Hell yes! So so many shows. You'll never run out of shows to listen to. I try to. I, I can't even keep up with the revival house network. <laughs> there's there's, there's mm-hmm. old classic shows being re released, brand new weekly shows being made. It really is mm-hmm. a one stop shop for podcasting.
0: Yeah, we got uh, we're re releasing stuff that was never on YouTube, so that they're finally on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty soon it'll all be out there. We, uh, we won't even have anything to re release.
2: Yeah, you you guys are like. uh it's almost like you're creating your own streaming service with forty thousand episodes.
0: <laughs> Hell yes.
2: Does that ever become a problem for you guys, like having to host it or whatever because you got so many episodes or
0: not
1: yet.
2: Not yet. Okay. Well good thing. So I want to thank you for joining me, Zach. And like I never do this either, but I wanna throw it out there. Uh anybody who listens to the show on a regular basis, if you could do us a favor and like leave us a review somewhere like apple Podcasts or something yeah like there's two ways on there and I, I know that one you can um like just click one through five stars or you could actually write some i don't even care if you write something just click the stars mm-hmm. uh because the more you, you you probably know this zach the more people rate stuff or comment on stuff like somehow it becomes more popular in the search engine or something mm-hmm. so yeah so just anything you guys could do to uh, leave a review anywhere about the show I greatly appreciate it. And the reason I'm saying this is I think we have like 28 ratings on iTunes. If we could get to 30 ratings, oh, that'd be sweet.
0: Hell yes.
2: Because it, it's kind of embarrassing when I look back and like like uh, we go like six, nine months a year not getting a review. It's like, I wouldn't be bringing <laughs> this up, but I, I, I see the numbers. I know hundreds of people listen to this show every single month.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So just do a little bit of work and i would greatly greatly appreciate it and i thank you
0: yeah it seems like that's the hardest place to get reviews like uh people will comment on the youtube and all that stuff but it's like people forget that you can't even leave a comment there or right, something right.
2: but yeah so i want to thank you for joining me again zach and i also want to thank you for uh putting this movie on your list of favorite movies so we could do it so
0: hell yes anytime baby
2: our March Madness episode, even though there's no March Madness this year.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: The only March See, Madness is baseball. not
0: all of the sports were canceled this time.
2: No, no, no. Basketball still kept going.
0: And you can thank us for it.
2: Exactly. We're keeping sports alive in America. Speaking of which, I don't want to talk too much about this, but don't you think it's funny that when everybody got shut down and sent home... Do you see all these weirdos who crawled out of, like, nowhere? I mean, I'm not very active. I do one episode a month. People know that. But, like, there's a lot of people who hadn't made a podcast in five years. I saw coming out doing Facebook Live broadcasts saying, I just want to entertain you folks who are all at home. Hell yes. See, see, like, Revival House is entertaining you, but they're also entertaining you, like, for the last ten years. You guys are always entertaining
1: but, Hell yeah. but these
2: people are like, I hadn't done a show or anything or a YouTube video in in four years, but here I am now, just to entertain all you people. I found that like a little slimy, to be honest with you.
0: Crazy, yeah.
2: Like trying to cash in, like thinking, well, well, nobody watched my shit before, or listened to my shit before, but now I can cash in, become famous during this, whatever it ends up being eight week shutdown of society.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Anyway. Oh yeah. Thanks again, Zach. Thank you, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, Zuckerberg brothers for keeping sports alive in America. And we'll see all you crazed retro movie lovers next time in the movie graveyard.